Hello! Welcome to the final episode of Season 4 of the UK Steelers Podcast, Episode 208. You're joined, as always, by me, Sam with Stanley. And I've got a nice little nice little gang of handsome gentlemen with me here today. we got Mark Hansen, we got Dave Hart, we got Gavin Marshall, and we got Mike Farrell. Farrell? Have we worked it out yet? I'm not quite sure. How are you doing, gents? Good. A quintet? A pentacle? A pentagram? What, what is it? A five... <laughs> A five-way, a pentagon. A five-way. five-way. Oh, wow, it's turned into some kind of devil-worshipping orgy right off the top. This isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> this is the art class, right? Am I not in the wrong room? <laughs> it's a nude one. Uh-huh. You've got to go stand at the front. <laughs> <laughs> nice, to, uh, nice to have you all back. Dave, nice to see you. Not seen you for a little while. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. What's happened to Gary Busey, by the way? Sorry to off-road it up straight from the stop. He's back on the scene, right? Talking about buttered sausage. What's going on? No one's seen this? What is he doing? <laughs> that was the sort of words that flew so far out of my head. Sorry, I'm, I'm medicated. Move on. <laughs> I circle back to that at the end, Dave, because I have no idea what you're talking about, but uh, I'd like to know. So Sorry. we'll talk about that later. I apologise. Gary oh, Busey's no. an, act- he's an actor, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, but he, yeah, he is. Yeah, what, is he alive? Oh, I thought he was dead. He's alive. He's talking okay. about. He's talking he's, about. He's looked dead. Yeah, he's he's looked dead for about fifteen years. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you, there's a little shot of me now. If this was Arrested Development, it, of like it, it goes back to thirty seconds earlier when I said that we need to get through the show a little bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Not happening. The Gary Busey section. <laughs> yeah. so zip through the Gary Busey section of the podcast, boys. All right. We'll only donate five minutes to that. <laughs> This is the the Steelers, the UK Steelers podcast, uh, if you were unsure. And of course, we're all in a a jovial mood today after the the fantastic win over Buffalo. But let's get a few things out of the way first. Um, Housekeeping, uh, throw us a couple quid on patreon.com forward slash UK Steelers pod. Pod, not podcast. I was about to say podcast. Had to stop myself. Um, And thank you to our show producers this month, (laughs) Rob Ferguson, Mark Hansen, Glenn Jones, Matt Audley, Joel Spencer, Steve Williams, Jason Bowdler, Ian Ferruja, and Christian Robb. Thank you, kind sirs. And um, oh, I should note as well, there is now a link that you can watch the show as we record it live. Watch Um, Watch is strong. Well, yeah, well, I should say listen, I guess, because there isn't much to see. We don't have cameras on, I'm afraid. Gav's made sure of that. No one wants to see me picking my nose. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if you're interested, if you're one of these people that, that must hear it straight away, um, it's on the Patreon. There's a link there. You could be listening right now, although I don't well, think The added thing is you could you could comment. Yeah, so you can, yeah. you can actually interact if, if one of us is watching that thread, which so we, we may or may not do. But it's possible. We, we will could see. That. We could see <laughs> right. your comments live and respond to them. So, so that I think, if I was a listener and especially a Patreon, which you'd have to be, I think I'd do it. Yeah, because I, I mean, want my want my voice heard. Imagine you were listening and, and you heard Gav come out with some awful take on David Perellas, and you had to let him know right there and then. Now you don't have to. You don't have to scream it to your children in the back of the car anymore. Now you can you can just submit it directly to him. Right, but if that we would have value, to be here. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> Um, all right, no, no real news to get to today. There's, the, there's obviously the, the, the waved and injured of, of Cody White and Hakeem Butler, which is noteworthy, but I guess we can talk about that a little bit more as we go through the game review as well. I don't think we need to get into who we signed. Aaron Cruikshank. Any hot Aaron Cruikshank takes this late in training camp? No, Cruikshanks. 
no question <laughs> takes. So. He was that guy. He was that guy who had the viral catch early on in uh, camp, wasn't he, with the Bears, which looked beautiful. But a, other than a that, better memory than I, Mark. A better memory than I. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that leaves us free and clear to jump straight into the game. Steelers v Bills, twenty-seven fifteen was the final. I don't think it was even as close as that. I think it was uh, a little bit of a routing, as a, you know, as much of a routing as you can get in the preseason. Um, it felt like it was kind of over before it started. I don't know if you, anyone else did. Any did you guys watch it live? I, know I did. did yeah, I, I, I did. A, yep. Yeah, yeah first I, part. I, I think sometimes the vibes are a bit different when you. I did watch it in full, but obviously I wasn't watching it live. So um, to me, it felt like the game was over before it started. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I, mm-hmm. I was I was uh, half drunk, and I uh, I was staying down in Brighton at my brother's house. My mum was also staying down there, but at a local hotel. I'd walked my mum back to the hotel and I'd got back just as the game was starting. Thought, hey, should I watch it? Yeah, let's watch it. So I, I stayed up, watched it. I had a great time. What a fantastic <laughs> game of football that was. I was doing silent cheering, silent celebrating, not waking up everyone else in the house. It was like, this is back to football. This is great. Where's this been for the last couple of years? Like the, the, yeah. the feeling of watching a good team beat another good team. I just punched them in the face twice and then kept punching them again and again and again. It was great. Loved it. It was it was <laughs> the best preseason football game I've seen in years. Such enthusiasm! I love it. Wow. <laughs> I mean, every, everyone is telling Steel Nation to calm down. They've not won the you know, not won the Lombardi Trophy yet, but it, it does feel that way. Considering we've had multiple years of sort of like, end of Big Ben era since the sort of what was it the twelve and zero Big Ben era mm-hmm. that sort of last sort of last hurrah. last hurrah since then it's sort of been it's not circling the drain but not really feeling like it's going anywhere but now it feels like it's going somewhere we're at the the, the first stop on a, a long journey station that's actually going somewhere it feels great yeah and I, and I think we felt delayed right because it's not like the team was trash we had like a really good defense for a lot of that stretch right and that you know there's been things to like but you've just been felt held back by uh, a big cannonball on your leg that was this offense let's be honest yeah. Uh, and that, you know, it's looking at the signs that m- that might not be the case anymore. Um, I guess we can jump into it. Obviously, we'll start with the starters. They were only in for two, offensively at least. Um, they were only in for two series. Uh, and one series is, would be a stretch um, because it was one play and it was five seconds. <laughs> but <laughs> that's all he needed. And it, and it actually meant that Kenny Pickett, if we if we get to talking about his performance, was was only in the game for four passes, I think, pass attempts. Mm-hmm. Um, so you actually saw very little of him, but but I mean, what I saw was great again. No mistakes. Um, snuck that pass straight into Frymuth for the second touchdown. Um, I thought he adjusted well to catch it, but we'll get to that. But I don't know if there's great, a great deal to say on Kenny Pickett. To be honest, that we didn't see in the first preseason game. Well, it's just uh, it looked looked on point, looked looked, looked uh, sharp, and through was was distributing the ball and we saw the the power scene ball that we've talked about before with him like that's 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 what we want out of him that's what we want him to get back to delivering that the power shot because he does that well and we didn't really see it that that much we saw it towards the end of last season but if that's that that's his like that's his sucker punch isn't it that's what he can do like not not the deep ball that sort of mid ball just like bam straight into a tight window bang touchdown awesome feels like people are starting to catch up with him a little bit right yeah. Um, the meet national media we spoke about last week, but you're seeing even more of that this week. Um, one of the guys in Good Morning Football was like saying that they're already in the playoffs. That you know all the hot take stuff's coming, but now we're the subject of it for once. Um, yeah, and it's it's outside of his of his play side, you know, Kenny's play. It's it's so great seeing someone who's so 
poised and mm-hmm. calm because like it, I got a bit of Ben Big Ben vibes. Not not that he's he's a very different kind of player to Ben. Don't get me wrong, but he's you know it's been a while since we've felt that we have a QB that's in control and calm and is nothing phases. I mean, it, and that's contagious, right? If, if your leader is is calm the whole way through, no matter even when he's you know he's under a lot of pressure. And that's that's got to be contagious, and it, it looks that way through the team. Everyone's no one's panicking. There's no panic through that mm-hmm. that sort of starting offense, and it's it's nice to like. It's so easy for the young guys coming through as rookies, and he's a little bit older, right? He's he's an older rookie. He's not rookie anymore, but you know, um, it, it's just they they are often known for being panicky, seeing ghosts, and he's just Mister Cool, Mister Cucumber. Mr. Cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's a new name. Um, I know what you mean. Though. He, he's a safe pair of hands, Dave. That's yeah. what it is. It's, you, you've not felt yeah. you haven't felt held, Dave, for, for, no. for years. You haven't felt safe and secure in a, in a man's arms, and now you do. I need Cause... the comforting touch of a of a, of a man sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> of Mr. Pickle, tiny yeah. tiny hands. <laughs> They're big enough uh... for me. That's great yeah. material, Dave. Well done. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's soliloquy. Was tough, that. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, does, it, does this put to bed the twenty twenty? What was it? Twenty twenty two draft QB class was was dross. Has it put it to bed? Because Pickett, we got Purdy. Obviously, we got uh, Howell looking good. Maybe maybe the NFL done mess this up. Let's let the season go by first okay. before we start. Right. I'll start my Howell victory I, do, I, do, I like where your head's at, yeah. but let, let's see how we'll do it. Let's see Ridder do it. Let, wait, Ridder wasn't even that year, was he? Yeah, he was. He oh, was, was he? Oh, yeah. 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 And what have we got, like 15 starts between that whole yeah. draft? So, yeah. Let's see how the next season goes. And, and I hear that uh, down in Tennessee, um, he's sticking around, Malik Willis. Yep. Yeah, he's beating out Levis. Yeah. Beating out Levis, yeah, which is not a good sign for Levis, I don't think. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we shall see. Um. Anyway, back to this game. I guess we've got to talk about the 63-yard big run from Jalen Warren. How long has it been since we've seen a, a running back make a play like that? Explosive. Like, they got the big plays up their sleeve now all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah. I guess you can run the ball. Exactly. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I actually just couldn't believe it when I was watching it. I was just like, hang on, is this, is this actually happening? Like, is this a big Steelers run? What is going on? Mm. Just... Utterly, utterly incredible, and it, it gets it gets even more incredible the more you watch it and the more you see how it developed and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, have you seen um, Baldy's uh, tweet on it with the uh, with the kind of end zone view? Oh no, of oh, the, I'm sure of the he's, he's Oh, it's it's superb. He breaks it down brilliantly. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the offensive line work on that play is just mm. stellar absolutely stellar and yeah he's he's breaking it down he's, there's so many different parts to break down to it and it's it's just it's just absolutely superb superbly run play than the Steelers there it was wonderful yeah everyone working in unison working in motion obviously DJ getting that key block on the outside mm. um I tell you who I thought had a good block on the play. It was, yeah. it was Cole. I thought Mason Cole did mm. a great job. Yeah. Did like a sort of reach block. Yeah, he stepped field. round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stepped round to make sure the guy didn't get through. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It only, it, for, a split, for a split second, it looks like he's actually lost the rep. But the yeah. way he twists yeah. his body, it's in the perfect way for the defender. He can't get through him. Yeah. And, and I think Daniels that was on that play. Yeah. yeah, Daniels as well. Yeah. yeah. And so really cutting across the left side. Yeah, unbelievable. I've been really impressed with the little that we've seen of Daniels and Ciamalo. I think both of them have looked great in, in, in the early mm. goings uh, in both of I, these games. I was surprised with Ciamalo there wasn't as much 
I was delighted when we signed him in free agency and there just didn't seem so much pop about it. But having a guy like him cementing the front five, mm-hmm. that, that's going to be one of the underrated signings I think we talk about in six months. Definitely. Yeah, mm. absolutely. The, the, the mix of him and James Daniels coming in last year and mm. now having a year in the system and looking a lot more comfortable because he was a guy who struggled with it in the first year, right? And I think his talent's going to shine through. And as long as Mason Cole can just hold up and we, we don't have to go to Kendrick Green. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk about him right now. Um, and shout out to Jalen Warren as well for, for, I mean, first mm-hmm. of all, for going the whole way and, and for avoiding the, uh, the, the arm tackle at his legs. He could have gone down there, but, but kept strong. And great job of seeing his, his guy's jersey numbers flash in front of yes. him. And, you know, and, and running, making. yeah, running into his buddy's jersey numbers. It was just, it was a, it was a masterclass in, in nuanced running. It wasn't, you know, really shifty and cutty. It was just like, I'm running into the backs of my guys because I know they're going to be taking out the opposition. It was great, man. And don't you think it's a little bit reminiscent of Willie Parker and Jerome Bettis now, what, what the Steelers are offering up? And you know what happened the last time those two were in the lineup? So, you know, this is, this is exciting for us. I think. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't help the Warren Harris uh, debate thing that seems to be exactly flaring about everywhere. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, it, it's just. Um, yeah, you you think right? There, there's no debate here, and then Warren just pulls off a sixty-yard touchdown, <laughs> and you're like, oh God's sake, okay. But um, yeah, no, stunning. That's yeah, but you want that's, this is this is my whole point. You want to keep him fresh so he can do that. Let yeah. let Najee soak up, take the take the screens for minus one yard, and you know, getting absolutely pounded and all the sort of touch like you know touchdown vulture work and, and give Warren these between the twenties the, the explosive runs. Perfect. The, the only thing to note, and and you know, I'm just I'm looking at this from a thousand feet view, just getting ahead of it, is what happens in two years when Najee's looking to get paid. He's the guy that feels like he's had to do all the the legwork. You've got a guy in here that maybe the, some of the fan base is arguing should be RB1. And we've had that discussion already. And then you heard some stuff this week, right, about like Najee not being super happy about something. I don't know. I don't know if that was even true or where that came from. Yeah, or what. He, he described um, he described his, what was it? He, he described him as efficient, apparently. Mm. Mm. Which, not just a single word efficient. And it just didn't, yeah, it, it came off a little bit deaverish. Maybe that's not the way it was intended. But it does feel a bit like this guy's stepping on my turf and I don't like it. So, yeah. I think we've got a blueprint of how this goes from, right. the, Cowboy, from the Cowboys. Yeah. Right. With Pollard and Zeke. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting to see what happens with the Cowboys. Maybe that'll inform what the Steelers do because obviously they let Zeke walk. A lot of people thought they were going to bring Zeke back. Pollard, a great, uh, you know, in this kind of role, explosive back, pass catching back. Can he can he carry the load? They've not really brought anyone in, so let's. It, what happens with the Cowboys this year? Maybe we'll see the Steelers will will inform what the Steelers do. So it's interesting to see. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good comparison actually to to Pollard and and Zeke. Um, I just I, I just don't want things to. I don't want there to be like a, a fork in the road with Najee that that leads sour. Because I don't know. I mean, you could see it, right? Not that he's. I don't want to say he strikes me as that kind of guy or anything, but I just. You know he's been involved with this this running back stuff this this off season, right? He's he's you know I, I don't know. I just 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 something to keep an eye on. You know, yeah. you can potentially see the fork in the road, can't you? Yeah, two years yeah. from now, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like you say, a lot a lot of how that will go down, I suppose, will be informed by you know what his role is this year and how this year goes. But mm-hmm. um, all right, any, a, anyone else specifically in the starting lineup you want to you want to point out before we just jump into the position groups and, and talk about them like we usually do? I, I just want to make a general point that sure. The free agents that have all brought been brought in, 
they all look great. These aren't washed up veterans. I mean, okay, the one guy's Peterson, you could argue, is on the on the cusp of being washed up. But the other guys, they all look like they're all playing like starters. I mean, they've brought in Golden, Alexander, Neil, and Robinson, and Peterson. I mean, what a solid five of of incoming players that is, and they all played like top notch. Yeah, you know, that's the core of a team right there that that, that uh, Omar Khan's brought in. I just think what a fantastic do, job! Can't do you think can't where say we, enough. We've revamped the entire inside linebacker room of yeah. free agents oh. and a six round pick from the other year, and they look sharp. Like that's. Don't ask me who's going to be the starting inside linebacker. It's going to be depending on the circumstance, depending on the day. Oh, that, that's phenomenal work. Yeah, credit to Omar Khan. Like this is this is serious free agent uh, celebration here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a good point. It's good. It's a yeah. Um, and then one more thing: Do we, what, what happened to the Bills in this game? Before we get on to mm. just talking about the Steelers, they were how, bad. They were. How, how worried mm. would you be if you were a Bills fan right now? Well, I was talking last week about the fact that the Bucks had twelve penalties for however many hundreds of yards it was, and the Bills had twelve penalties in the first half of this game. They absolutely fell apart in the in the penalty department. It was ridiculous. So many false starts. I don't think it was for as many yards, but it was still like just littered with penalties, and they were they were all over the place. And yeah, McDermott's got to be livid, utterly livid with that performance. Yeah. It feels like they've missed their window. I don't know. Maybe that's. Hyperbole. Maybe though. they have. Maybe they have. There's a stink of desperation a little bit, right, <laughs> around the team. But 12 penalties in the first half, Matt, it was. Um, I feel like there yeah. weren't quite as many in the second half, which should concern you. There was only one in the second half. Yeah, that's what yeah. It, yeah, it was. Only maybe that should be, yeah. It should be more concerning that it's your starters that were getting all the penalties and, and not exactly. the guys yeah. in the fourth quarter. But, um, yeah, they were just awful. Yeah. And like you say, you know, we kind of let them score a couple in the end, you know, largely thanks to Kendrick Green. But I don't think it was anywhere near as close as the the final score portrays it. Um, right. So I don't know how much you can take from this from the Bills. Maybe this is just one of these things, you know, you get right, you're not quite there, you know, get hot later. I don't know. Mm. But the only thing I suppose with the Bills is Josh mm. Allen can pull it, can pull a rabbit out of a hat any part mm. of the game. So, yeah. Didn't see any rabbits this game. Well, well you saw a few yeah, attempts. And... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the thing with Buffalo as well, their their O line is very suspect, which mm. doesn't surprise me. With you know, there was holding and false start mm. penalties. I think back to back as well, which was the time I think the Bills ended up on like second and thirty or second and twenty odd or something like that. So there's there's certainly areas they need to clean up uh, and clean up fast. Yep. Um, John, just jump, in, uh, jump into the. QBs then? The very last thing I want to say yes. is noticeable <laughs> uh, on, on the scheme. First defensive drive, third and two. So third and two, I mean, that's uh, anything's open for the uh, offense there, right? That can be run, can be passed. The Steelers had in their secondary Wallace, Peterson and Chandon Sullivan. I reckon that's your starting third down defensive uh, cornerbacks right there. Mm-hmm. Any comments? What do you think that's about fair? I think they showed their hand there. On a third and two with the starters in, that was who was out there. So Sullivan's won that I think job. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Peterson, Wallace. Did we know Sullivan's won that job? I think so. I think that was an indication. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But anyway, we'll get back onto them in the corners. But I just wanted to do it, highlight it at the top that that was, that was what happened. All right, QBs, let's go. Uh, okay. Outside of Kenny Pickett, um, Trubisky, I thought, had a much better game, right? 10 for 13, 78 yards and a TD. Um, 
thought that th- uh, touchdown throw to Connor Hayward was nice. Sort of threw it low where only he could mm. get it. Um, and, and I think after last week where he was completely inefficient, I think it was nice to see Mitch just, you know, look look a little bit a little bit more like that safe pair of hands you're looking for, Dave. Maybe not not quite to the Kenny Pickett level, but. No, no. I mean, he missed Darnell Washington twice. Um, just entirely <laughs> right. looked past How him. Haven't you missed past? Haven't you missed Darnell Washington? The guy is about two people's worth of height and has <laughs> arms that can reach his knees. How can you? I mean, I could probably throw a wobbling duck towards his feet and he'll catch it. It's, it's just, I, I don't know how. Like, surely he's one of the hot reads, right? He's one of the first guys you look at. I, I don't know. I think like, he suffers that, from the, the same. Sorry, I think he suffers from the same problem as me on Madden, which is he's already decided where he's going with the ball before he even he even <laughs> this ball is snapped. That's his mm. problem. Yeah, yeah. Because like I can't I can't remember what point it was. I, I saw it in a couple of the clips, sort of being played back. And I I didn't make a note of the time. Um, but yeah, he it, it just completely ignored him. I mean. I don't know if that. I don't think there were red zone sort of opportunities, so maybe that's why he wasn't looking towards him. But if if that's in the red zone, you that's the first person I'd be looking at. The guy with really long arms. That I mean, there's one. Did you see that catch of his in training camp? That he it was basically I don't know it was unreachable, and he barely even jumped. He just sort of put his arm in the air and caught it with yeah. one hand. It's insane. So, yeah. Not, um, not loving Mitch right now. Well, well harsh reviews <laughs> for Mitch. All right, <laughs> I thought, I thought he was fine. <laughs> he's, he's, he's missing my is. guy. I think that's what it is because he's yeah. like Darnell's my guy. I feel like I'm, he's being uh, ignored. He should be getting more, more sort of more pop in this. He will. I think he's going to be, a, be a big player. Yeah, but not yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think oh, you're right. I think yeah, Trubisky's making some funny decisions. But when he does stuff like throwing around on the move, he looks good. But we mm. know, we know what he is at this point and. He's a pretty good backup. Yeah, solid too. Um, any thought that Mason should be challenging him after what you've seen out of Mason? I thought this was a better performance from Mason. I thought he pr- looked pretty awesome. good in the quick game. Uh, for example, the six-yard throw to your boy, Dave, on second mm-hmm. 11. Quick read, hit his second progression, yeah. speed, accuracy. And then the scramble, I thought he did a good job when everyone was covered. Do, do you think he... When, has, when did Mason become Lamar Jackson, by the way? He's, he's just <laughs> running everywhere there, yeah. at the moment. He's, he's got wheels. Yeah. 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 He did think... it last week as well, a little bit. Yeah. Here's a question for you. Does he look a little bit less skittish than in previous years? Is the game... Is he becoming a bit calmer? He's, he's making good are you throws. Saying, are you saying is the game slowing down for him, Gav? Yes. <laughs> is that a trope? <laughs> yes. uh, because there's a couple of throws he's made with people, you know, rushing straight into his face grill and he's making good passes. Now, that wasn't Mason Rudolph a few years ago. So has there been a small incremental improvement or not? Do you think it's just a mirror? Well, he had his head nearly taken off at one point by uh, having someone hitting him in the grill. So maybe he's just not scared of it anymore. <laughs> That's the day he became a man, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. The day he may or may not have uttered a racialist epithet on the field. <laughs> was the day he balls. became a man. <laughs> Unless the word bitch is now a, a racial slur. I don't, I don't think he did. <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't raise that again. Um, yeah, no, I thought, I thought, I think, I think you're right, to be honest, Gav. I think he does look a little bit calmer and a little bit more secure. And, and, and especially, you know, he's looking around. If he's not seen anything, he's tucking it and running. He's done that in both games now. Right. Um, so I think he's showing, you know, better pocket awareness you know so 
some strength to hold guys off and then the ability to scramble. I, I, I'm, I'm Team Mason this year. Let's get on it, you know? Oh, who knows, who uh, knows what happens? Are we seeing a potential Geno Smith career arc? Oh, where he's, yeah. he's, he's, a, he's a starter somewhere by his, like, year 30 career. Oh, go to the Niners. Nick Bosa would love him. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what they need. Was Another that the right Bosa? I can't remember which Bosa brothers on which team. Um, yeah, there's definitely an opening for QBs in San Francisco, <laughs> a bit short, aren't they? Just go yeah. join that competition. Um, Tanner Morgan did come in through, he didn't even throw once. Uh, was just in for five snaps. Um, you could, uh, that play where you could put on the uh, getaway music, that was, that was an enjoyable play, but not for the right reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, running back, uh, Najee only saw a couple of short runs. Um, again, I'm happy just keeping the, the bubble wrap on him for most of the game. Uh, Warren three for thirteen after his. Wait, am I looking at receiving? Probably am because he ran for sixty-two. There's one for sixty-two yeah. for one. <laughs> for one. What a great that after Najee's one for one for minus one. This oh, is no, one I'll for sixty-two I'm doing. for I'll one. I'll tell you what I'm one. doing. I read that out loud and I was like, hang on a minute. He had a sixty-two yard touchdown. That is not correct because the Buccaneers game. It's is the opposite. Do you remember it was it John Bettis' stats from years ago? Was this something like five rush attempts minus three yards, three one touchdowns? Touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Super. Do you think? Do we think that McFarland question is more shifty than previous years? He turned nothing to something on a little dump off mm. at the end of quarter one. He's look, first yeah, I yeah. really, I really think he's improved. Yeah, I, I, I really like the look of McFarland at the moment. Definitely, as a yeah, kind of situational back. Yeah, he, yeah, I, I was uh, very impressed by him. He, he, he but he's twice. not, he, he's not your goal line guy though, is no, he? This no. is the problem. When that, uh, yeah, when yeah. we had the goal line situation, that was just not happening no. whatsoever. I was just that. That's the only one time in my entire life where I was saying. Let's see what Kendrick Green can do at this point. <laughs> but, uh, that's the only one time in my life I'll ever say it. But um, yeah, no, it, it just wasn't working with McFarland at all. But yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he's definitely improved his shiftiness, as you say, Gav. Mm. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely gone up. And yeah, he, he just looks so explosive, doesn't he? He's, he's a he's a really fast dude. So. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to his his vision because like the, the speed has always been there. No one, no one's ever doubted his his speed. It's just. Maybe it is that trope of the game has slowed down for him. I don't know. He's just Ooh. he's got the the vision that that Warren's got. He's maybe he's sort of picked up a little bit of what you know been watching watching guys and, and picking up a bit of that. I don't, I don't know how how do you learn vision because seeing and vision are very different things. But um, but yeah, I I feel like it's he's not sort of straight head down and trying. That's it. Get to the edge. He's mm. he's he's being a bit more patient and waiting for it to waiting for blocks to happen, wait for the the field to open up, and then then putting the jets on. You know, right? Did it twice. Yeah. Um, on the run behind the line, he kind of bounced around, picked up two yards, right, and then on the screen, um, mm. sort of bounced around the outside, picked up everything he could, and, and that that was like a third and long, I think, and he only ended up getting like ten yards. But I still thought he did a good job to get what he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's sticking around. Uh, you know that that that's that that catch from Zazavian Valaday, famous Seinfeld character. Um, the, the juice level we discussed it. I say I think he's got more more natural juice than anyone else so far competing for this running back four job. Yeah. What do we think? Yeah, maybe he sticks around yeah. the practice squad. He vaulted up. I mean, I thought Bell showed some nice hands on one of his receptions this game, and I thought Hagen showed some vision in the fourth quarter, cutting into a well chosen lane. But Valaday to me had the more kind of Potential, yeah. Didn't 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 produce that much, but I just thought he showed 
He's got something up his sleeve. Looks a little shit. Have we got? Have we got Greg Bell's snap count? Because I felt like he was on the pitch forever in this one. I can uh, certainly he, get it for you. Um, the pitch, the field. Come on, Mark. <laughs> the turf. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, the turf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, yeah, he just felt like he was there the whole time. In the so, so Zazavian Valade played 12 snaps, Greg Bell 15, 25 for McFarlane. Oh, okay. Not that many more for Bell then. And Valade. He felt, it just felt like he was there always, yeah. But... Um, yeah, it's um, funny you say that, Mark. Because when I remember when we started this podcast, I was thinking, right, I'm going to introduce more UK terms to the sport, and then they never did it. So saying things like <laughs> pitch rather than field, I think it's fine. I think that is fine. I don't think you need to worry about that. It is a we, pitch, you know. It is a pitch. <laughs> they wear kit. That's fine. We just don't say it. <laughs> they run routes, not routes. I don't know how I feel about this. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're you're full Americana. Yeah, say, we know very well the side though, sure. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of team route and and mm. you know I don't know I think, I think we're in their house team route mm, I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely team route right well live be be one with the trees my friend oh, okay. I smell a Twitter poll coming on <laughs> is it, yeah, I can't say Twitter anymore is it X now an X poll no, <laughs> Dave That's you might different type of poll you might miss this Dave. <laughs> I've put a memorandum on the talking about the X thing. I, I hate it now. Whenever I'm listening to something and people start going, oh, is it Twitter or is it X? I, no, no. I think from this point on, we just call it Twitter X. And then no, it's, that's even or worse. just call it Twitter. That sounds like Twix. a Latino called Twitter. <laughs> Aww, Twix. It's a Twix. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right. Receivers. A Twix was a slang for something very different when I was growing up. Oh, it's always some slang with you, isn't it? When you were growing up. What was always... it slang for? <laughs> Uh, some might call it now a camel's toe. <laughs> oh. oh. What? I think they called it that then. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been very confusing when the chocolate came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, no, receivers. Like that, that's the receivers. Um, <laughs> we're never going to get to the 53. Um, <laughs> but receivers, I think we'd be quick on. There wasn't a great deal. Uh, in fact, I think Gunnar was the only guy who caught more than one pass, which is weird. Um, he, he looked, he, especially the fourth quarter opposition made Gunner look like some kind of superstar. Yeah. <laughs> he was like Julian Enderman out there. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, you're totally right. He did. Yeah. He, he, he kind of felt like a little bit more, um, I don't know, just, just present, omnipresent and involved. I mean, he had, mm. yeah, okay, five. Very five useful. He, he was getting involved in blocks. He was doing that. I mean, like just continually punching the dude in front of him and like yeah. wiggling his feet, not getting any push, but not losing either. Cause he's about 10 times smaller than the guy he's going up against. He's like a little Jerry, the mouse, you know, hitting Tom, the cat, like <laughs> bam, 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 bam. You're not going to get past me. Uh, good job. Voice. Yeah, that was the voice. Good. I think he, he I, I was like, uh, Gunner's on the way out. Ah, forget that. He's making a team. He looks useful out there. He's a wide receiver for maybe not the return man. But I think he, he's going to do some things this year. Some, some sweet work, you know. Just I was impressed with Gunnar. This is where I am, and, and I don't want to jump into the 53. We'll get to this. But he was one of the people I really struggled with, and I don't know what to do about. He's a lock. He's making it, a well, team. Well, the entire premise of me, my, my thought was I want to keep Gunnar because I don't think everyone else will, but you seem to think he's a lock. But then when it came to the numbers, I couldn't do it. I literally couldn't find a way. I couldn't find anyone else to cut no. to get him on the team. And in terms of involvement, he was all over that game throughout. So I just think you, you don't cut a guy like that. I thought White looked solid too. 
I thought he was a lot for the roster until the the injury. He had some nice blocks as well there. He shook some guy. You know, he 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 does. He can rock a dude with his with yeah. his punch. But yeah, he's gone unfortunately. So that's that's an argument not worth having. If it was going to be between the two of them, it would be a tough one. But I, I think Gunner bring, brings more than White in the receiving game. Even so, I think he would have been ahead of him. You know what? With Gunner, it's I, I think he's going to be the guy that it, it's like every, every year. It seems well, it was the same last year that he impresses in the preseason and then doesn't really get that same production in the in the regular season. That's true. It's actually, like he, he turns it on in the preseason and that is it. That's that's that he's exhausted. The little man is worn out. He's that he's his legs are exhausted by the time he gets regular How tall season. Is he's about four foot, I think. <laughs> you treat him like he's tiny, I bet he's taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> he might be, but he's he's like we, you look at him in the line for players. He's the little guy. You can see the top of his helmet. You know, when they're all crowded to get him in the huddle, <laughs> you see the top of his helmet. You know, right. but you know, that's funny though because um, I remember when we were in the very first few episodes of this show, we were it was the the first game up was uh, Steelers Patriots, and uh, Gunner made a load of noise in camp, and we were talking about you know who's this Gunner Osleski? Is he going to be a problem? And then never yeah. showed up in the game. So you're right, he actually nailed it completely. It's just that, yeah, he he seems to be put into these situations, though. He seems to, like, like you're saying, he's asked to block people. All right, he's probably willing to do it, but he, he physically can't because he's too, he's, mm-hmm. he's not a guy that's built for that. He's not, is, I mean, is he, is he that guy on the sideline who's gone, yeah, put me in, coach? Yeah, <laughs> he's coming lumps of grass and mud all over him, but yeah. Mm. But no, he's. I think he's going to be the guy that catches loads of passes in the preseason, but yeah, still gets cut. Do you think it was a case of misuse previously, where he's not really the return man? He's, he's this kind of like just little fireball of energy you, you throw out there in the slot and on sweeps and stuff. And I think he's a great special teamer, but I think he's going to be a, a special teamer, and that's it. I I, I don't think the there's too many weapons on this Steeler team to, for him to be a effective enough. You know, piece to be to be worth keeping around because you got that many receivers. You got you got a wealth of receivers. What are you gonna do with this little guy who can do a bit on special teams? Have, have we got a wealth of receivers? We'll get into this. Like we'll, we get, we'll get into this on the fifty-three. Um, I feel like this is fifty-three talk. Okay, um, we can it debate. Is. We can debate the validity of, talk. of the receivers <laughs> later <laughs> on. Uh, let's keep rolling through the game review. Um, Al uh, Robinson. Yes, yeah, sorry, oh, so, no, yeah, sorry, continue. Okay, Alan Robinson, uh, first catch as a stealer, uh, nice 10 yard pickup, took a big hit too, pop back up. Using I was going to say on this, actually, um, with, uh, with that, it's actually kind of circling back around to Kenny on this because obviously um, the play before that, Kenny had looked for him then, and I think he kind of slightly overshot him and it kind of went off the. Um, either went off Robinson's hand or the defender's hand, I can't remember. But um, yeah, slightly overshot him, but then immediately went back to that straight away next play mm. to get that nice pass. I thought, I thought that was really, uh, really good for Kenny to, to uh, get that done. And uh, obviously really good for Alan Robinson to, uh, to pick that up, who seems to have just emailed Mike, I think. Why has my email gone off this time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think he, using his frame to box out DBs, get the first down. I think mm. he could be a chain mover. I think it is a reinvent. It's a remixed yeah. Alan Robinson, no longer the burner on the outside, but a more savvy, uh, like basketball type post up dude. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. 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 Wiggle off the line, creates a bit of separation. You know, he's, he's, he'll end up with an average reception of about nine yards, 8.5 yards, but it'll just be, just do enough to move the chains. Mm. 
Uh, Pickens, just the one catch for him this week, eight yards. Uh, defending, obviously giving a wide berth there as well. I think people starting to respect his speed a little bit as well as just his, his moves. Mm-hmm. Um, DJ not targeted this week. Obviously, his main his main impact was the block for Warren's TD run. And then Calvin Austin. Um, just about DJ, though. The route oh, running, man. I don't know yeah. if you... Just the shit he's doing away from the ball is just insane. Like, the separation he gets, even... He's, he's getting, like, five metres open on... And he's not getting the ball with, you know, Jabroni's, like, Trubisky. Let's, let's hope Pickett <laughs> can find him. But you, you just see him, like, the dude is open. I mean, all right, it's the wrong... It's not the play side, and, you know, he's never getting thrown to But the guy can get open. He's just awesome. Just max respect for DJ. Did DJ even play a stat with anyone but Kenny Pickett? <laughs> he might have been with Pickett. I don't know. but No, it might not have been, but it, it doesn't matter. The, the, the point stands. He, the dude can get open. How dare you jabroni, my boy? Okay, we're not Pickett. I'm not jabroniing him. But... <laughs> you jabronied him. It's too okay. late. You can't take it back. It was a jabroni play because he was wide open. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then Calvin Austin... Um, We'll get to specials. Well, we can talk about that, I guess, now. Um, the special team's 62... Was it 62 yards? I'll go down here, is that? But then I think I said that for the Warren run, so maybe I duplicated it. Um, punt return. Uh, I, the Bills just didn't have time to react to him, to be honest. I mean, he, he diverted so quickly down the right sideline. He was gone before, you know, blocks had even been engaged. He, he was just away. And um, the only thing that stopped him from scoring was the position of the punter. So... Um, Great job by him. I think that's the thing right now for me that's pushing Gunnar off the roster, maybe, although I, wow. I, could, I certainly can see him sticking around. It's just that, you know, you don't need Gunnar for this. You know, Calvin Austin yeah. is offering, offering you this and maybe, you know, snaps on offense that Gunnar isn't offering. You know, why is Gunnar there? And, and if you need that last spot, then maybe, you know, that's that's where it goes. But Sounds like you're going down to five receivers, which is insane. But all right, let's talk about that in the 53 talk. Yeah. <laughs> But can we talk about him as a receiver? My main concern with Austin was him getting off the line to beat pressure, you know, mm-hmm. beat uh, jams in man. He did it twice in this game to get yeah. wide open. Uh, mm-hmm. On the slant in the second quarter where he caught the ball, sweet release, drum hands, and then the fake at the line as well. Another time, beat Kair Elam. I mean, you've seen him twice get open in this game. So that, that, that question has been answered about him. Yes, he can get open. So he, this, this dude is a legit receiver that's going to be dangerous. Austin. So I told you, man, he, play, he plays bigger than he looks. He, he really does. Um, well, it's just a fact. I, I was worried that his size was going to limit his ability to be a physical corner. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. see. And that's, that's what Kiri Lemur was, is a sort of physical dude that's not that technical. So let's see, let's see when it happens in against better corners, but the, the potential's there. Yeah, Kia Elam sucks, man. <laughs> I told you. I think so. I think there might still be a little bit of question marks around the, the catch radius. I think there was the one sure. that was kind of bombed down the yes, sideline, and yes, there uh, yeah, there was. You know, he, he he looked like he was miles away from it, but I don't know if another receiver might have might have been able to get a hand on it. But um, yeah, other than other than that, I mean, the dude, yeah, he's he's really balling out. If, this, if, yeah, if he if he can get open with his speed, the catch radius isn't going to matter. Yeah, exactly. Like he did last week with with the Mason throw. Yeah, so. it's going to require accuracy, right? But hopefully, you've got that with Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my my TV can't even keep up with him. He's just a blur on the screen when he's <laughs> you know, at full speed. That's that's and I'm running up an old thing with uh, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's my shitty feed. But no, it's it, it's it's that raw speed, and he he just ends up being a blur on my TV. And it's um, it, I mean, he only has to beat someone once with speed in the game 
and for him to have a huge pickup to be effective. I'd be, I'd be really happy with that. If he does that once a game, that's that's enough for me. And I feel like he can do that multiple times because he's like, like Gab was saying, he's he's able to get open and it's, I don't know, and he's dynamic and he's field. He showed his field vision in that return. That's yeah. that's pure improvising on the spot. No, no, you know, as much as uh, Danny Smith probably claimed that he's uh, been chewing his gum for a while, and it's made his brain think a bit harder. No, it, that wasn't him. That's all on, well, there was some, there's no blocking is involved as well, but that's him. That's um, Calvin Austin seeing the field, seeing how blocks are developing, making the right cut and just, yeah, that, that, that most of that is, is is on him. That's him showing his field vision. He, he does, I say, he does that once a game. I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. That's all we need from him uh, to get involved here and there and, and have a few big splash plays this season. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it'll be great. And do you know what? I liked his his body language after he got brought down with that return as well. He he seemed he seemed pissed off, man. He he yeah. wanted to make the end zone, and you know, Mike, Mike Tomlin was stood right there, and he was like kind of getting in his face, and you know, some guys came out to celebrate with him. But you could tell that he was upset, and I, I kind of like that. He got that dog in him, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, you never like to be stopped by a punter, do you? No, well, no. no. Well, to be fair, the problem was he, he didn't get stopped by the punter. He got stopped by the punter's presence, right? If he, so, he had to turn inside, and then he got caught by someone else. I wonder if he'd have maybe taken the tight angle outside if he could have just kind of tiptoed his way past the punter. That was probably a better option, but I, I don't blame him at all for going to the left. Um, any other guys? Hakeem Butler didn't play, and obviously was waived this week, so that's the end of that. Um, Boykin. Boykin, talk to Boykin him. blocked a guy through the floor. That did, he killed a guy. There was a murder, and it happened on that field. <laughs> uh, and he had another awesome block in the game. I love this dude. Like, just yeah, all right. He doesn't catch the ball. Who cares? Like, <laughs> this, this dude can block. He's aggressive. He goes after it. He gets after it. I, I love him. Can he be our fullback? <laughs> <laughs> Backup centre. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, good special teams this week as well. Big, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, I mean that. Yeah, if if we could just kind of briefly talk about that stop that he had on the uh, inside the five. Yeah, before the ball went through, that that was incredible. That was superb work from Boykin there. Um, yeah, I think the dude's still an asset. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Um, not, he, I mean, he's one of the few guys that's sticking around on this team purely because of what he brings on special teams, right? Exactly. Exactly. Nah, yeah, it's not uh, just yeah. special teams, man. It's what well, he does no, in the I, run yeah. game. It's, <laughs> it's 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 screen pass blocking. But the thing is, all right, it's like, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm really clever because I watch tape. No, I just watched the game back because I have to because this podcast. But if you do that, <laughs> you see Boykin all over the place making blocks that you don't watch live. You don't see it. He doesn't show up. Like you know, if you're a casual Steelers fan or you know just someone that likes watching the game live, you're not going to notice Boykin. But he's out there making a difference like every week. Well, Speech Gav, Gav coming in for the casuals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just getting ahead of the, of the Boykin criticism that, that inevitably happens. Boykin immediately. He's like, anyone who doesn't respect Boykin's a casual. Exactly. <laughs> There's a rumour circulating around that um, we need to win next week to keep Boykin's pre-season victory streak alive. Keep that going. Oh, he was with the Ravens. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. really? Wow. Okay. Uh, we ended a, a ten-win streak with the Bills, right? They they'd won ten in a row. We did if we if we win this week and the Raiders lose, we have the longest streak. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good on um, us. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> We're the preseason champions now, Baltimore. Um, I just wanted to shout out Des Fitzpatrick. Nice special teams tackle from him as well. 
Um, Literally the last play of the game, pretty much. Like, yeah, he didn't yeah. get any later, so well done. Which was the same right the last week as well, I think. <laughs> yeah, he, he ended the game last week, so that's it's a great that's, game ender. That's the Dez Fitz magic, man, right? At the end of the game when yeah. you don't need it, that's where he is. <laughs> He's a closer. <laughs> In meaningless games, he closes them. Um, all right, I think we're approaching my first toilet break, so Gav, you want to talk us through the tight ends? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> You're going to miss the uh, Connor effing football section. Nice block outside. Touchdown was awesome. Blocked his guy into the end zone. Shared turn. Caught it. Brilliant, Weapon. that wasn't it? Weapon. That, that block and yeah, great. It, it almost was going to end up like one of those things you've seen from an Adam Sandler movie where he blocks him out of the stadium, right? Uh, straight through the end zone. But yeah, I, that was that was special. If only Ketz was here to revel in his tight end too, because uh, <laughs> this guy is this guy's positionless just. Weapon, mm-hmm. right? I mean, Swiss Army knife. That's what he is. He's Swiss pure. Army He's man, Dave. Absolutely, a, yeah, exactly. Swiss Army man. <laughs> yeah, position. Oh, just offense. Yeah, football. Yeah. Football guy. Yeah. <laughs> football death chart one. Connor H. Uh, okay, so uh, Gentry. Solid, if uninspiring. But- Solid. He had one play. I was a little bit. Um, there was the. Russo sack was that supposed to be Gentry on him? It looked like that should have been Gentry's assignment. It was a complete miscommunication across the whole board, I think. There, but um, that was the, yeah, naked, I, I didn't know the Matt that... Canada naked clown shoes. Mm, yeah, a little, a little bit, and I didn't know if that was supposed to be yeah Gentry's uh, Gentry's thing there. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, as I say, yeah, solid if you know somewhat quiet. But that's what we want. That's what we want out of Gentry, you know. Did you notice the uh, the pass protection he pulled off in the third quarter for that Valaday, the first uh, Valaday catch and yak first oh, down? Oh, yes. Yeah, that was Gentry, he, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, man. He looked, he looked like a tackle out there. So, like serious yeah. pass set, getting depth and a really nice rep. So, this, I mean, is he ever going to be anything more than a catch and fall down tight end in the receiving game? No. But he's a big target, and and he can do a, a, his blocking game's improved, I think. So he's he's much more than a pink wafer. Let's, let's say that that, that, was, uh, that has been dead and buried for a while. Exactly. Yeah, I quite like the nickname. I say we keep it. It was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> one of the better ones. Yeah. Um, was that the last tight end that you got through there? No, that was no, we haven't, uh, <laughs> haven't got on to. Haven't got on to uh, Washington or Muth, but we'd leave, leave Muth for you. But there's not much to say about Muth. I mean, what, what you can say. Nope. Nice connection but, as always. That's it. It's called a good touchdown. But Washington, did we see a little nuance in his route running? A little wiggle and fake? wiggle, yeah. 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 Well, um, they got open twice and Mitch completely missed him. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he was, already, he was already scrambling around at that point one of the times. Is a guy that size ever not open? Well, yeah. he said himself, he's not, he, the, the size advantage is, is not as big as it was. No, he, he doesn't look, I was expecting a monster. You know, I wanted to see some kind of juggernaut out there. <laughs> he's not juggernaut. He's not the behemoth, right? He's like, he's a big tight end. He's not, he doesn't look like uh, Jelani Woods or one of those guys. Uh, who was the other Woods? No, not Jelani Woods. Who's the one, who's the monster tight end that the Colts had that everyone picked up and then dropped? I can't remember his name. That is Jelani Woods, I think. No, no, it was the one before him. Oh, okay. Moali Cox. Moali Cox. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not like that, is he? He's not like like He Man out there. He's he's big, but he's not. He's not the Hulk. Mm-hmm. No, but I I still think the only way you're going to stop him next year is to draft a ladder. That's that's all you uh, you just have to <laughs> physically draft a ladder to stop this dude. He's he's just ridiculous. And yeah, you obviously got that. 
got that pass <laughs> interference call on him. Um, in, yeah, yeah, just before uh, Connor's touchdown. I'd so, love to see the little uh, the, the, the ticker on Thursday night football. Ladder, Home Depot, <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't know That's how well the ladder would run it. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I think it's 40 time, might be lacking. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's not got the legs. Yeah, it's vertical first. though. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um, I had something to say, but it's totally left my mind with the ladder. With, with Washington, I feel like he's he's quietly showing up in in blocking. But I think is it because we already expect that from him? We know he can do it. That he's not. Yeah. He's not getting the pop. Yeah. But um, yeah. It, it, he's not. You know, failed and he's not lost any any reps in blocking. So, yeah, that's what we expect from him. And it's weird for, to go that way about a rookie. I think because he's so unlike what you'd expect from a modern tight end, being so you know as highly drafted as he was, you know, it's blocking is normally the thing that comes later. And this, this guy's just coming, going, yeah, I can block. I'll block all day. You know. Mm, there's, great one point, thing, there's one thing that's going to really annoy me throughout this season, and I can see it happening pretty much every game. And I, I noticed it every time they brought up Darnell Washington, they seem to talk about the other tight end. Oh, yeah. Next. Yeah, so obviously it's Brock Bowers in it there. So, well, yeah, it, it's, I, I think that's going to be a recurring theme throughout the yeah. season. It's like, why have we not looked at this? Well, it's because of the other tight end that they had. And it's, ah, oh, this is just going to be. You can every see it now. Game. You can see yeah. it now. It goes to Tony Romo, and the Tony Romo goes, well, you know, you know what? They got another great tight end over there, uh, over there at Georgia. Uh, so <laughs> he just didn't get as many snaps, but this guy can really, really catch the ball. You know, that, Chris Collins. Like, yeah. yeah, Chris Collins was just like, well, here's the guy, but he's not the other guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, the all line stuff is starting to annoy me with not having the the nice tape to watch it. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm only getting the tackles a lot of the time, but it's hard to set. It's hard to tell who is snapping the ball at times. Yes, which is irritating. <laughs> like, is that still green? Oh, come on! Probably. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did it go wide? Yeah. Probably. Yes. Did it? Yeah. Was it snapped way too early? Yes. I think what's important to say about the O line is though that I thought it looked good with the starters in, um, and then after mm. that, I was left a little bit underwhelmed just in terms of the push they were getting. It didn't seem there was really anything in the run game after the. Start You're absolutely right. I thought I thought the pass protection was okay the whole game. Yeah. I thought the the push in the run game dropped off immediately with the second and third string. You're absolutely right. Do we think that Dan Moore has secured? Left tackle, week one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought that was going to happen anyway. I, uh, I was on an hour and I was on the fence about whether that was going to be the case, but I think over the last couple of weeks, I think that's solidified my position on that for sure. But ha- there's talk that it's possible that Dan Moore might be switching over to take Chucks' place because he's injured or something. Mm, this... Well, in this oh, game. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Chucks hasn't been. Chucks has been kind of non-eventful, but just has been kind of poor in the last game. I don't think he was as poor in this game because, but but that's mainly because they weren't on the field for so long. But he didn't he didn't do that much in, in like the, the the big Warren play happened away from him, so he wasn't involved. And I don't know. I think Chucks is fine, but yeah, Chuck, someone, someone's coming for his job. Yeah, Ch- Chucks did play all seven snaps, so maybe we'll, yeah. we'll have to double check on that. I thought I'd seen today that he was he was dealing with something, but um. I do, yeah. I think Dan Moore's staying either way because I think whether he's, I think he's the next right tackle, right? So I, I don't think they would just replace yeah. Chucks with someone else. I think they'd move him to right tackle and 
you know, probably stick Project Jones at left tackle. I don't, I don't think Jones has made a case to be even pushing for left tackle no. one. No, at this point. At no. this point. No, you're starting him because he's the first rounder. That's it. That's it. He's, he's not, he's not stood out from the crowd. I mean, he's made a couple of nice plays, you know, end of, end of second quarter, he threw a rusher into the floor and pass protection. That was good. Um, you can see they were trying, you know, the thing about Jones that he does really well is his movement and they try to run behind him, moving, pulling outside with Gentry and Boykin. I mean, that, if that, if that's a combo that should work, those, hmm. those three should be able to get some push, but it didn't work. But I expect that to work in the future. Those, those guys, you know, you can do some outside power with those guys. Uh, definitely, but not working yet. So Jones, a little way to go, I think. This time for the last. <laughs> I think I think of all positions as well. Directly coming out of college, tackle is one of the toughest. So the fact that he has, if he has to sit for however long uh, until he sees starting time, I think I think we're all okay with that. Yeah, uh, I, I always go back to Andrew Thomas at the Giants having one mm-hmm. of the worst rookie years ever, and is he now one of the highest paid tackles in the league? Yeah, he's, he's been fine. phenomenal since yeah, then. Yeah. So I, I, I'm not sweating up too much over it or overreacting because it's been four months season since he was drafted and he and he might not be starting day one. He, he's not lacking anything like like Kendrick Green was, you know, that you can see to the naked eye. He's just the, the dude just does not have what it takes to be, mm. you know, playing this position. He, he's got, you know, everything that you need, I think. You know, it's and it's not like the situation with the Panthers, right? What's the name of the tackle they got there last year? Who's having a nightmare? Iki Aquano. Iki Aquano, mm-hmm. right? Because he he was unpolished coming out and it doesn't seem like he's settled and that seemed to just present itself right away and he hasn't settled down yet, but it doesn't feel that way with Bridget Jones to me. You know, I'm not getting panicky. There's nothing. No, um, we, it's not like we have to start him. You know, right. I, I pre- yeah. appreciate there's been question marks on Dan Moore, but he has looked decent um, and positive bump in training camp. Yeah. Um, it's not like our season depends on starting him and we just have to put him through the ground pains. Yep. Is this is this putting to bed the narrative? We've seen a few years now, Penne, Sewell, but another one, these like can't miss prospects. Is it putting to bed the narrative that tackles are like, you know, if you if you take a first round tackle, that's that's a safe pick, you're closer to the uh, ball, it's easier to predict. You know, if think, it's more risky taking a cornerback. Is is that nonsense basically? Because what we're seeing here, Tevin Jenkins is another example, Jalen Mayfield, these guys taken early that have just busted out Cam Robinson. Yeah, I think tackles are as volatile as Mm-hmm. As any position, frankly, uh, Luke Jokel, another guy that you think about. Well, I mean, you've seen some of the. I think guards have been a little bit easier to predict in recent years, right? They tend to have been successful when there've been these not no miss guards. But um, you look at this year's class. I don't think there's been many tackles out of the first round tackles that have been like outstanding. I've, I've not like, really yeah. seen much about Paris Johnson, or I think the only guy I've really seen any sort of real pop for is Darnell White, uh, Darnell Wright, uh, Chicago. Yeah, but. Yeah. That that's about it, really. I mean, even like Bergeron, who was like second, third round, I can't remember. He's he's a starter, I think, now for the wow. Falcons. But like, yeah, he, he's really he popped out. But like, guy. yeah, but no, he he seems to be yeah yeah really fitting in with the Falcons. But like, yeah, first round like dudes, high high pick dudes, haven't really mm. popped off no. this year. My guy Anton Harrison, bit of positive buzz out of Jacksonville. Just saying. Oh right, okay. Yeah, right. Look look back at the Kenny Pickett draft class. Yeah. Iquanu is the first tackle taken, followed by yeah. Evan Neal of the Giants, and then Charles Big Cross, athlete. Seattle. I don't know. He was love, a great pass protection. Love, yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I love Charles Cross. Pass protection was awesome, but we, I've not heard anything much about him. Trevor Penning didn't like didn't like the footwork, but I, I'm not sure he's been playing, is he? 
No, uh, no, not really. No, actually, there was a clip of Penning got absolutely burned on the weekend. Like it, it's one of those real, you know, Kendrick Green embarrassing type plays where you, you know, it's being shared a thousand times. It looks bad. I'm surprised. It doesn't look great. Um, and then, but then I guess you go to uh, Russell and Slater was the uh, elite. Yeah, but then Alex Leatherwood with that the twenty one shot. Oof, miss. Uh, I mean, that Christine was a, that Darisaw. was a reach at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Darisaw has been yeah. been looking quite lively. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, uh, Liam Eikenberg's looked a bit better, apparently. Uh, hey, apparently, he's been looking better recently. No? Have you moved him inside, though? Yeah, oh, they moved him kicked inside. Garage, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's happened with a few of these guys that have, you know, I think, uh, who was the other one that recently they got moved to guard and can't think now. But th- th- there's been a few of these. Oh, uh, with Tevin Jenkins. That was who I wanted to mention. He's mm. injured again, isn't he? I oh, think. is he injured again? Oh, I think man. I think I saw something like that. Yeah, he's he's not having a good time. I, but, I know yeah. they'd moved into guard though, and were preferring how he looked there than to tackle. So that's yeah. sense if he's injured. So yeah, it's a bit of a crapshoot uh, tackle in the first round. Mm. So maybe it's yeah. uh, let's just yeah. hope that Brojo works out because it's yeah, yeah. a big investment. I don't want to spend too long talking about Kendrick Green, but because I don't think it'll matter a week from now because he probably won't wear a Steelers jersey ever again. But, hope not. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I, know, I don't like cold. Yeah, I I don't like not. I, I don't like rooting for people to lose a job. But for, I'm I'm done with it. I'm just done. It's, with uh, it. His you're, best trait is for him to relocate. Yeah, so to <laughs> yeah. a non NFL position. His, <laughs> go, um, go to another AFC North team. That'd be great. That'd be his, his his best asset is consistency. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I actually I genuinely thought he started like not you know brilliant but I thought he was okay as starting and then it just gradually gradually got worse and worse and then just completely took a cliff dive. Well, he's, he, he, you fell into the, the trap that I did last week, which was, oh, yeah. he's not getting pushed back. He's not getting pushed back, and then he gets pushed back. Oh, it snaps a fine. It snaps a fine. Oh, it's an absolute howler. It's like not. Not as bad as Alex Kazora, who just a couple of hours before the game said, "I think this game, Kendrick Green, is going to have a good time, uh, have a good game at centre." Because Absolutely, I, 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 probably I, the worst take. He's just <laughs> trying to manifest it now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I, I, because you watched the tape, and I, I fell foul of this last week, and, I, and that's why I got burned by you guys. And then I'm watching this game, going, "Why did I say what I said?" Because he lulls you into a sense of security where he looks okay. Like he looks all right. Like he's not getting pushed back, and then he gets pushed back, and and that one play, whatever it is, he can't cope with. He he just folds yeah. like a house of cards. Yeah, and you, is you it just can't have thing? that from your center. You're, yeah. you're better off with a guy that like loses one one yard every play rather than a guy that doesn't lose any yards and then loses six yards, gets pushed back into your quarterback, and gives up a sack. It's a disaster. I don't know what you can do about this guy. What he's getting so many reps. Who else is there on the team? There's no one. You look at the 53. Who are you going to put in? Yeah, I, I think he's got Tomlin's. Yeah, you go. Oh no, I was going to say Tomlin's called him out as well this week. You know, saying yeah, yeah. it's not good enough. It really isn't good enough. Routine plays routinely. Well, exactly. It's mm, like routine exactly. plays routinely until you drop a bollock. Apparently, you've got caster wheels on the bottom of your, of your cleats. He's you consistently being rolled backwards like he's on skates. See, it's not consistent, though, Dave. So he, he looks good at times. You look, mm. I'm, I'm watching the O line play over and over again, going, he's getting pushed back less than these other, like Bill Duncan and these other dudes. <laughs> he, he's, he, he's holding his ground. And then suddenly, this, this like 
you know, the guy that's going to be watching the, the, the door at some nightclub in a couple of weeks' time, suddenly this guy's destroyed him. It's like, okay, well, if he can't do that against this guy, why would you let him anywhere near your second string team in the NFL? Is it, is it arguable that center is one of those, one of the most important positions for consistency? Like you would rather have the most boring center, but he did the same thing repetitively over and over again. But then Pouncey wasn't consistent, was he? He was, he was inconsistent as well. He, 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 he was, mm. he was always a little bit like there were, there were mistakes in his locker, but then he would pull out an awesome, you know, downhill yeah. play and great yeah, 20 yards down the field, blow two linebackers up. But yeah. with, with Kendrick Green, we don't have that. We just have inconsistency and big mistakes and we can't afford the big mistakes. Little ones you can get away with, but we can't afford big ones right. at that position as well, because that's turnover then. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why they don't put him at guard where, where he, Actually, where he, that's I don't understand that since yeah. since we drafted him. They don't need him. That's why. I know, but make him third or fourth string practice squad guard. Forget him at centre. He's he's not a centre. He can't do it. Yeah. But it, you know, he's got no value and they don't need another guard. They need I mean, that's they desperately that. need a centre. <laughs> Has this team not been burnt badly enough by bad snaps before? Like we've lost a game in in in, in absolute crunch time by bad snaps, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and here it is again, an example that a bad snap can can cost you a touchdown. It was so a perfect just, game. Just don't let him snap the ball. <laughs> I don't know what else you need to know. It's not genius. Well, I don't think we need to spend any more time talking about him after next week. So <laughs> we can yeah. let go of that whole charade. Uh, they just invested too much in him, let's be honest. Right, you know? So they felt compelled to see if there was anything there. There's a name for that. It's sunk cost fallacy. And it's got to the point, I think, now where you're just wasting snaps that you could be looking at another guy with. You know, bring a guy in. It's too many snaps. He he got more snaps than anyone else. And they're like, please, please show us that you're good. Yeah, and but actually, all you're doing is wasting someone else's opportunity. I don't know if if Herbig's. I mean, he was injured, but you know, hopefully, we're going to see some more Herbig at center in this next game. Yeah, but give, give us give us Spencer Anderson. Give us a bit more McCullum. Hell, give us give us bring James Daniels back in for a drive and let's see what he can do at center. Let's see something. Not this this guy. Yep. Because backup center is looking like a real scary point right now. It's a wasteland. Yeah. I mean, they even tried him out at fullback. It feels like someone's got money on him staying in the league. As well. like, uh, it's like, we've got to find a job for this guy. Like, really, just let, let him do something. Let, let him take the, depot, baby. take the kicking tee out for a bit. You know, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> someone's got money on him staying in the league somehow. because James Williams is a right. betting syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just like the one of the guys, you know. Maybe like he bakes brownies every weekend and then brings them in on a Monday so nobody wants to get rid of him. Yeah, he's bringing in edibles. Yeah. <laughs> Um, All right, as we usually do, let's run through this. Um, Who do you think was the highest graded player this week on the offense? Connor Haywood. (laughs) Connor Haywood and a big (laughs) groan from Dave. (laughs) James Daniels. Daniels. Mm, I think I was going to go somewhere along that line. Maybe it was Suomalo, actually. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah. I I think Suomalo. Haywood played a lot. Mate, yeah, True. that is there is that. But I'll go with Sumala, just in case. Dan Moore? Uh, so the highest rated player was Jalen Warren, but only on very few snaps. Really the highest rated player out of someone who played a reasonable amount was Connor Haywood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, to be, man. He was all over the place. 
Got an effing football, man. Even that was only about an 80. Jalen Warren's like a 92, but obviously only on like three snaps. So. Um, Muth and Kenny Pickett were also higher than Connor Haywood, but again, on only seven snaps. Um, on defense, who you got? Uh, Nick Herbig was pretty impactful, so I'm going to yeah. say him. Yeah, I think that's the easy show, isn't it? Full round yeah, of Nick Herbig. Give me a Herbig, yep, yep. Herbig is third or fourth here. It could um, be Golden, or it could be... Ooh, who else could it be? It's not going to be Pierre? No, probably not, I don't know. Well, Alex Highsmith is about 91. Okay. Tanner Moose sitting at about 90. Tanner Moose, that's interesting. And Mark Robinson. Uh, about an 80, 88. Mm. Nick Herbig yeah, up there, him. about equal as with Matt Robinson. Um, but high grades all around for the defense, really. Well, maybe not all around, but but for <laughs> the vast majority of people are, are sitting quite high there. So, um, okay, just just for fun, I like doing this. Lowest on the offense. Lowest on uh, Kendrick Green. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what PFF's doing here. You tell me, but um, it's. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> really? By a, by a long way. 35 oh, is his PFF. Those grades mean nothing to me. <laughs> Thank he, you. I was going to ask for that drop. <laughs> then Anthony McFarland, who's, only, who's 10 points above him, 45. Play the drop again. <laughs> Those grades mean nothing to me. Uh, and who did yep. you say, Kendrick Green? He's somehow sitting up there on a 60, which is about average. Those grades uh, and then defense lowest rated. Uh, I'd say Perales. <laughs> I saw last week's conversation. Oh, come on, man. Uh, but he, he he played so little snaps and made so little impact. He probably didn't even register the he, guy. He actually, the, he actually played thirty snaps. The grader didn't even notice him. <laughs> you might as well have just had the ladder out there, or the or the broom, or, or the, the snake, the rubber snake that goes with the ladder that comes free in the pack. It did nothing. The rubber snake. What? Oh dear God! Um, well, no, it isn't the Perales. For Hoko, he was pretty bad. It was for Hoko. Was it? I was going to say, yeah. Wow. Mm. Uh, yep, all the way down to third. Forrest Ryan actually was worse, but he only, was bad. Only, only on eight snaps. So he I was. Mean, well, he lost the game, right? His, his, uh, it was like twenty-seven. Yeah. Didn't uh, you know? Final play of the game. All right. Okay. Here's here's the thing, right? You've got one shot. Right at making the NFL, and it involves you stopping a guy getting into the end zone, and you don't do it. <laughs> you blew it, dude. Sorry, man. I mean, like that was your one chance, and you oh, were. Oh no! It's nowhere near it. <laughs> Gav, you're coming for everyone today. Forest Ryan, casuals. <laughs> what did you say? That, <laughs> say that Mason Rudolph's um, rating was. Uh, like a 25 or something. that's, that's insane uh, man well, am, I, am I wrong in thinking that if you have like a bang average game like no like you don't do anything amazing but you don't like you have a few f-ups now and then yeah you get like what is it like 50 or something like that yeah, something like that 50 to 60, 60 yeah. yeah 50 to 60 so how has he got that low I, you didn't I do anything that egregious <laughs> right? we don't understand I, any of it I, I, hopefully they've got like the B team on these preseason grades because yeah, they got the work worst. experience lads yeah. on. They got uh, people like me doing it. You get, yeah. you get the uh, what do they call us? The bases to do the grading for a couple of weeks. To see how they do. Well, they're failing. Bases get back to basing. It's either that or the people that make the charts over at Steelers Depot are failing. It's one of the other. <laughs> <laughs> chartists or bases. One of you. Ron. <laughs> I hope it's not the chartists. Um, 
<laughs> that would be funny. Okay, uh, defense. Um, the D line I'm really struggling with at the moment as well. I, I, I'm I'm really not seeing a great deal of separation from, especially the interior parts of this group. Um, I thought Watts uh, separated himself from the Fahokos and mm. various other nameless on, dudes. Yeah, I've been on that camp. You were on that camp, and I was kind of hoping that he'd fail, just based for our own kind of chemistry. <laughs> but I have to admit, he's kind of. I think Lauda Milk's ahead of him, but behind behind the sort of main names, I think Watts is the guy. Actually, I, he did take the bait on a mesh point and pursued a dude that had no ball. That was embarrassing. Um, Run went for a first down. Uh, he he got penetration later, and the momentum took him away from the QB. It looked like a fat man that couldn't change where he was going. That was unfortunate. But he had a nice ball rush on the Herb, Herbig strip sack play, and and generally, I think he's playing better than the other nobodies. So yeah. <laughs> Nobody's. You said Fahoko was really poor in this game. What did you see at him? Just couldn't shed. Uh, that led to a first down. Just if he's getting one yard, then Watts is getting two yards in push. So mm. I just thought he was behind Watts. Fair enough. And I was expecting this dude to be to be an impact player, and he isn't. They should have taken Siaki. I know that um, Alex <laughs> Kazora has Fahoko on his fifty-three. Interestingly, no way! Wow. We'll, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Um, I, I was impressed a little bit by some of the interior penetration flashes from Leal. I think he's had a good preseason, but he's got a. He's got, I don't know, man. He's got to learn to finish. He's got to. He got to turn some of these into splash plays so that people go, "Oh, hello!" You know, I, there's only so much you can say. Like, oh, Leal's got great potential. You know, he keep, he's, he's generating a lot of pressure. He's getting he's getting inside a lot. I, I don't know. I just want to see a couple of splash plays out of him. He was alright. I, I quite yeah. enjoyed him. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not saying yeah. not 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 a knock on him. I thought he had a great game. I'm just kind of saying I want him to if he can you know finish on those plays. Then you know I, on, I the, on the Highsmith uh, on the Highsmith sack for for Josh Allen. I thought Leal's pursuit um, was really was really nice. I think that kind of really uh, yeah. was a big help in in getting that sack in the end. So yeah, I, I've, I've liked Leal throughout this preseason, and I think he's uh, yeah, I think he's. I think there was another couple of players that were even bigger helps on that play, but we'll get on to them in a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, out on edge, you know, I'll just run through these, by the way. Feel free to, to stop me at any point, but we need to, uh, we got to run through this at some point. Uh, Highsmith, great job, not quitting on that play after Allen just escapes him, cleans it up for a, well, they didn't count as a sack, right? They counted as like a tackle for a loss, but, um, that did was you a notice nice job. he, uh, did you notice he played slot at one point as well? Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah uh, with, against. Yeah, defending on Diggs. Yeah, Great. yeah, love it. Did well. Yeah. yeah. How quiet was Diggs? He's a mover. Yeah. He's he's had a bit of a weird time of it. He released. Yeah, yeah. he wants out, right? Is that, is that supposedly? Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. But it looks like it. I mean, if you if you told me that Diggs wasn't playing, I'd believe you. Did, did he make a catch? Yeah. Did he make a play? I think he made one, didn't he? I think. Did he? Did he have that? Did he have that catch against Porter? Was that, was that, oh, wow. Yeah, I think yeah. So he did something. But it was all Kincaid. Didn't yeah? It didn't feel like he made an impact. Uh, wow! Did you know Jay Sternberger was on this team? Yes, because at the end he caught the ball and did a little run, and it was like, oh yeah, that guy used to be on the stairs. Um, come back to the edges though. What a, what a group of four they've got! Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the best group of four I can think of. It's the combo of bend, power, and moves that this this group has. You can you can serve up whatever you want. You can yeah. put out High Smith and Golden there if you want some like 
serious edge setting ability. You can put Watt and Herbig out there if you want some some serious pass rush with moves. Ooh, getting hot under the and then and then you can you can flip it either way. You can put Highsmith and Herbig. You can put Watt and Gold. I mean, damn. Yeah, this is this is exciting. I'm with you. My Andy. notes, my notes for this game are for the edge position are double any other <laughs> position I've got on here. Is <laughs> God, God, give us some, give us that's some. a great bathroom break opportunity, but go for it. Another one? <laughs> How much are you drinking over there? <laughs> oh no, I mean, uh, li- literally, you look at the starters, and you've got TJ already making a massive nuisance of himself against uh, against Allen um, t- for him to throw away uh, one on third down. He got he got triple teamed at one point as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just t- this is just classic TJ. And God, I'm excited to see him playing some serious football. Amazing. Highsmith was just everywhere in this game. Incredible. Great, great work on the sack. You know, constantly got his eyes on Alan where he's it where he is, following him where where he's going there. Um, constant nuisance throughout the whole game. Um, Herbig just unbelievable. This dude's been this dude's getting noticed by everybody as well. No. You, you just look around everywhere. Was that side popping the champagne in the back? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I, I mean, let let's just talk about that that sack that. The, oh, sorry, not the sack. The um, was it the the strip? The strip on, sack. Uh, it was. I, I yeah. count that as a strip yeah, it sack. Was, it was, yeah, yeah, exactly. That that is ridiculous. I my notes literally read like this. It says it says this. Right, that Herbig forced fumble strip sack should not happen. He's on the ground. How? Oh my god! How it's just, that bend is just insta- exactly that's the stuff we're seeing Najee doing on the offense when he's he's trying to stay up right to to make more yards. It's it's absolutely incredible what he's doing there. And you know, I I hate to I hate to you know blow. I think Simon might still be in the in the bathroom, so I can say this now while he's not listening. Um, is he a little TJ? Maybe he is. I don't know. I, it, I'm starting to see it a little bit. I, um, I, think, I think. I think just to to to, to uh, temper expectations. I think he is TJ on pass rushing. He's not TJ in pass in a run defense. Yeah. No. I, I can. I could definitely see that. But I mean, he's a you, you know, frame though. Exactly. He's like the same. The, the arm length is going to cap him. But what a pass rusher he is. I don't don't get it wrong. I'm super excited yeah. about him as well. His but what, what, is so what brings the run defense as well? That's why he's one of the best. He brings that level of pass rush. But then, I mean, you just got to think how he flies around in the backfield. He's he's breaking yeah. tackles, you know, breaking blocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have returned, and yes, <laughs> return of the king. King Herbig has been anointed. <laughs> <laughs> I am the little finger behind his eyes. <laughs> you know how you were saying you were slightly jealous of having uh, Benton, not having Benton as one of your guys. Yeah, I think I'm slightly jealous that I haven't got Nick Herbig as one of mine now. Matt, we can talk. We can be, you know, we can we can arrange like a trade guys. Yeah, well, I've got my own guy. I've got my own guy here in this conversation. I feel he's getting slipped on, which is Marcus Golden. Yeah, no, 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 it's so good. Yeah, yeah, he's great. The hustle. Yeah. So much hustle. The dude is hustling left, right, and center. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not got the best get off. Like that's that's his weakness. But everything else in his game is awesome. The power. He's very good. At, he's very good at uh, losing his dude as well. I noticed. Yeah, he's he's yeah. really good at get, getting rid of the guys on him. So 
yeah, no, I've been very impressed by Marcus Golden. As you say, that four is just formidable mm, yeah. right now. He don't quit. Four, Golden don't quit. He's he's playing beyond the whistle. He's coming for you. He's gonna get. He's gonna get gets a shot in on you. Yep. I love that kind of play. You got some nasty in him. I appreciate yeah. it. And uh, you, I mean, you feel his presence immediately, like a thousand times more than anyone who is the third ro- on the rotation. Last yeah, year. and he's got like that big body. Like he's got that Lamar Woodley kind of body. Mm-hmm. Like just that yeah. kind of big, like bouncer tank body coming at you that that's going to wear you down by itself yeah uh, no not, not to put too much pressure on him but like when tj was out last season that the the defense just sort of fell apart right that that was it, it, it like the whole the the defense succeeds when they're getting pressure in the pass rush and then tj isn't there and they can you know focus is is elsewhere so now we've got that. I feel like he might be the savior of the defense. Is that too much pressure to put on him? Savior of the defense. I, I am much less worried if we have a similar situation than I was last yeah. season. And I'll yeah. still be a little worried because, you know, TJ Watt is one of the best defensive players in the whole league. But, yeah, I, well, I am significantly less worried. Well, he, uh, yeah, there is an argument <laughs> that he is the best. But, um, yeah, no, I am significantly less worried about going into just in case there is any sort of yeah i don't want him out for a whole season but you know if he's if he's out for a six seven game stretch mm-hmm. if if herbig and golden stay fit then i i think we're looking we're looking tasty still yeah. there i mean yeah. who was that zero we had on the team last year malik reed did yeah. nothing yeah exactly. i mean yeah. golden's already done more in limited snaps all right preseason, but done more than malik reed did in his whole steelers career He's, I'm already feeling more juice for him. So, yeah. Herbig was introduced a lot earlier this week as well, against, the, against the Bills as well. So I think he, mm. he went up against some starters and, uh, yeah, definitely got yeah. more of the show in. So. Did, on, the, on the sack, didn't he beat their starting left tackle? Or... Yeah, yeah. Right. I think he did. Uh, I'm not sure he beat him. Brown. He just completely out outplayed him. It was just... Yeah. It wasn't beat, it was... Destroyed, demolished. I don't know. Just take, got... take it out into the shed, and yeah. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't sound like TJ's going to be playing at all this week. So yeah. could we? I, I easily see, yeah, Highsmith and Herbig starting it up against the, against the Falcons starters. So. I, I tell you what else as well. I, I was, I know you were concerned about his size holding up against the run and that being the drawback, right? Which I get. I, I was encouraged by like how active he looks in in Rundy and. You know, he's he's a little bit unorthodox with it. He's kind of spinning around. He's def- he's definitely trying to use his what he brings from his pass rushing skill set to to get free still and and affect the the run. But and I think that you know that might op- open up holes now and again. But I think you're also going to get some big plays out of him in the run game because just how elusive we he were is. talking about that. I, I do I yeah. do think he gets nullified in the run a little bit. But I, I, with his tenacity, that's I'm, it. I'm yeah. open to anything. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Right. Let's just get through these last positions. Uh, inside linebacker. Um, I thought there was a nice little bevy mix of, of the guys here who all showed a little something. I thought Alandon Roberts is as advertised, right? Coming downhill. Pancake to dude. I sent you that yeah, clip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Love that play. And, he uh, came downhill and killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> he blew him up. Um, I think that play still went for a, a big God, for God's That play sake. still went for a big gain, I think. It did. It it did, but who well. cares? Like, Roberts just killed a guy. Like, a guy twice his size. He was like rolling around on his back like a turtle. 
Okay. <laughs> he got the intimidation trait from that play, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, so, I, no, I felt like he did a nice job. Um, Quan almost had Josh Allen down before Alex Highsmith did. Um, thought he was getting involved. Matt Robinson does. I work. thought this was a, sorry, while we're on Quan, yeah, yeah. a really good coverage game. Taking away options mm. and coverage the whole the whole time he was on sweet carry of a ru- running back out to the flat. So yeah, I just uh, he's 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 as advertised. And at this point, do we? I'm starting to think it's it's Quan and Roberts. It's Quan and oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried Quan about Roberts. Yeah, I'm, mm, Holcomb right. was off for defensive drive two, got beat in coverage second quarter by Kincaid. Nice job tripping in the end zone pass uh, player too later for the Riley pick. Uh, great reactions. Um, I think Doc, but, not, not only were the reactions there, if you watch it back again, his head is moving left to right. Like his, his vision and awareness to see where the ball could be going because you can see the receiver coming in and his, on his left-hand side. That's what we want to see every coverage linebacker. Not just Indeed. someone always on the quarterback and watch to see where he goes because he can be looked off easily. But he's right. got the awareness to see who's in his zone. But I, I couldn't tell you who we're getting starting. I, I think that's a difficult, real difficult call to make. But well, it's a nice problem to have. I agree with you. I think Holcomb does look Holcomb does look good in coverage. I'm just mildly concerned. He's not the wrong guy I was hoping for. You see him lose the ball carrier and getting pulled out of positions for you know the, mm. the second quarter. He got pulled out of position for that big run. I'm worried he's not the he's not the guy to be the green dot guy. I'm thinking, is it Quan? It could be Quan. Quan's the guy, and then you, you got Robert. A rotation between Roberts and Holcomb. I'm has, thinking that has Quan done it before? Do we know? I don't know, but I'm, I'm feeling like he's the man. Yeah, with, with a little bit of Mark Robinson sprinkled in there. I like I like Robinson. I think he's progressing nicely. Hmm. God, he hits hard. He is a big hitter. His old Robinson, but he got out to the sideline. Showed and, it again. Uh, yeah. when, when we saw him in his rookie season, he was just a downhill guy. That was like you know, red eyes coming downhill. Yes, that's there, but everything else. He's getting beat. No, he's he's getting out to the flat pursuit plays, mm. uh, enforcing stuff in zone. You know, slow playing stuff, waiting to see what develops, and then coming downhill. I like. I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Robinson a lot, and I think he's going to be in the rotation. Mm. Just, just one more on Holcomb, if I can. A um, couple of minutes into the second quarter on the on the Murray run, which which he ended up stopping. I was fascinated with him. I, I saw where he finished and wanted to see where he started. He got. He got hit by an old lineman and a receiver and still made the tackle. Now, Landon Roberts was right there as well. He would have made it, but still. I, yeah, I think it's I think it's there in run, in run D with Holcomb. But okay. I, I still can't pin who we're going to have started because everyone is coming with their own positives. Yeah. Leaning towards the strength of um, coverage and run play. But um, no, there was definitely there was definitely some decent run reps in there from Holcomb. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like he's elevated himself to okay. He's he's the captain. The linebacker. Guy, yeah, yeah. It doesn't feel like there's there's a clear candidate. For I, that. I, th- I think the Steelers want him to be though, so I think he'll get the nod to start at least because uh, I think they want him to be you know their field general right moving into this. They want him to be, but I think I feel like Quan's played played yeah. that better. I yeah. think I think he's if if you were from if if from, from an equal starting point I think you'd give it to Quan but yeah you've you've invested the capital in Holcomb so you maybe, have maybe, to give it to him. I mean maybe they, maybe they start Quan alongside Cole Holcomb and yeah, they could do, comes yeah. in when they want a little bit more pressure or the, you know I don't know we'll see, we shall see but I've seen I, more mistakes out of Holcomb than I have out of Quan and Roberts yeah. I'll put it that way. It's an interesting group nonetheless. It's an amuse I think was like I say the highest rated player on the defense this week. Conspire. I do not understand that. I, I don't see that. Yes, he, he 
he comes down with fire, but I'm, I'm, I don't see how they can rate him so highly. I don't, I don't, I don't see what they're seeing there. I mean, he got he, he got blocked the hell out of a one play that led to a first down. I'm just not sure that Muse has got it as a linebacker. I think he he plays better as a strong safety where he's a little bit deeper. I don't I don't he's like um, Trent and Thompson. They, they both suffer from the same problem, which is lateral agility. Don't have it. I don't know about that. Well, I thought I don't know. I thought he had a nice game. Came downhill nice, a few big hits. I don't yeah, know. Downhill, yeah, downhill big downhill, hits isn't the problem. That's not the problem. He's, yeah, well, you're not you're not expecting him to necessarily be your, you know, number one coverage linebacker. Really. He's going to be a depth guy and a special teams piece, I think, more than anything. But uh, yeah, special teams Muse is going to eat. Yeah. It just depends if I think Kwiatkowski not playing this game probably helped him. Yeah. Um, that's it for the inside linebackers, I think. Uh, on to the secondary. Uh, JPJ obviously got his first uh, interception in his first game. One word, ball skills. Mark? Yep. Over to you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mean, first of all, I think I could have made that pick. But, mm. uh, no, I'll I tell, no, tell you what he did well. He did, it he did wasn't well the to, play that made he, the play. It wasn't he, pick he, that made he, the play. He, yeah, no, exactly. He took his guy out of there, exactly, and um, you know he just he just did what he needed to do with the uh, with the throw that he was given, and uh, yeah, fair credit to him. Great, great stuff, and great to see him give the ball to Mister Senior, Mister Senior Joey Porter, to uh, afterwards as well. So that's what I want to see. I just I just want to see more more of these picks from from JPJ. Let Let's be having it. Love it. Is, but, is um, that Joey Porter's official name? Mr. Senior. Mr. Senior. Mr. Senior Jerry Porter. I think it's... I think Von... Do you remember when in, your, in our favourite game side, the Bengals game, when uh, Burfitt came, came out and <laughs> yeah. said, yeah, Jerry Porter on the pitch? Don't yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that was a classic uh, producer, Mark Hansen, walking the tightrope there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I, I said I wanted to see it, and he's showing me it, and that's what I that's what I like. Let's see more of that in the regular season, please. Arr. But... Um, I think otherwise he he did all right. I think he was um, there was one moment where he was a little bit slow in the uptake in um, one of the big plays Sherfield had. Um, but otherwise, I, yeah, no, I I thought he was in his in his time on, on there. He was he was he was fairly solid. And as I say, yeah, I think he did a really good job before the pick to you know get his man get his man out of there and and be in the right place at the right time. So. How many snaps did they give JPJ in this game? Not too many of. Like it, was, oh, it was his. Uh, it was his number. It was. Um, what was it twenty four? Yeah. Is that, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Twenty four. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, mm. He uh, on the on the few coverage reps I was watching, he, he seemed to stick to his man pretty well. As far as I was concerned, obviously we were concerned about his hands. Right, he was a little bit grabby. I didn't see too much of that. Um, mm. No they put him here. straight up against Diggs, didn't they? Right at the yeah, start, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So you know, straight in there, and Aaron, you're scratch. Diggs won. Diggs won the uh, yeah. Diggs won the rep, but he, he, you know, he was he was all over him. So not too bad. Solid number four corners to come in. <laughs> um, Levi Wallace, uh, nice instincts and pursuit to blow up that run for a loss early. That was a nice play, Gav. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, mm. all him. Um, mm. he's 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 holding JPJ off. You know, we'll see how the snap counts go when the regular season starts, but. Um, he's like you say, Gav. He's got a very solidified role, I think. But that that Wallace tackle to the one you're talking about for no game, mm-hmm. that was really Minka. I mean, his block, he textbook block, mm. extended arms, low, loved, love that technique. Set the edge, push his guy back into the backfield, forcing Cook to bounce it out, which then 
made him just run into Wallace. So yes, Wallace gets the highlight, but really that was Minka. And and that's why Minka can, is so good because yes, he's like this ball hawking cerebral, uh, you know, deep safety. But when he comes down the box, hell yeah, he can still block. He can still get, he can still, you know, hang it with the Benjamins, whatever the exact phrase is. I don't, I'm, I'm lost for words. I, I think that, what but. the kids say is that Minka is him. He's Minka is him. Yeah, exactly. Is Minka him, Dave? Uh, either team, sir. I'm interested to hear what ha- ha- hanging with the Benjamins is. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> a new one. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the exact phrase is there. He can, you know, he can roll with the gangsters. I don't, I don't know what the phrase is, he but he can, he can, he can, he can uh, get down and uh, what's the phrase? You know, he can. Can he, can he, can he, he say wag? Can he say wagwan? <laughs> Minka can say nagwa. <laughs> He can say why going with who he needs to. Yeah, he can get down at the, like, at the li- line of scrimmage and uh, he can he can mix it up if he needs to. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, while we are uh, giving DB's props, what I was referring to earlier with, with the Highsmith sack was I think Riley and Keanu Neal both, both need props because both of those yeah. killed that play. Nice job reading Allen, coming downhill. Uh, yeah, not get. Uh, Riley did a good job of not getting rubbed out of the play and staying in coverage to mm. to make sure there was no one open. So yeah, it wasn't just Highsmith running around and and that was it. There was, no, there was it a was couple good of team defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a team play. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean Elijah Riley and Shannon Sullivan both had a, a nice game. Both had their own big plays, right? Um, so, Sullivan with a with a great pick. Let's be honest, made it himself as well. That was amazing. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, so good. The way he just managed to turn his body around to, to get that after the initial tip. Yeah, beautiful work from him. Mm. Yeah, And you know what? Even if he doesn't come away with the pick, it's still a great play. Yeah. yeah. You know, getting exactly. getting his body big to to, uh, to pat the ball down. Yeah, it's a great play. But to finish it as well, yeah, mm. it's... Uh, mm. And, and not just that. Case. Sullivan's made a good case, I think, for being uh, slot receiver number one. Yeah. Uh, some nice wiggle on this pass rush too. Not just a straight line. It was like I'm going to show you a little few moves here. I'm going to, mm. you know, intend one way and then go the other. He's so, a little wiggly. Yeah, a little wiggle there. So uh, yeah, nice. I'll tell you who didn't have a lot of wiggle. Patrick Peterson. Yet to see. I, I think let's let's uh, slow play Peterson. I think mm. I think give him. Uh, you know, why? Why? At his age with his resume, why would you make big plays in preseason? Yeah, you know. Sure. Yeah. Yes, let's wait and see. You know, postseason, something like that. Just got half an eye on that. I just thought he was sort of beating out of his brakes pretty quick a couple of times. Yeah, I thought Gabe Davis, yeah, made him made him look silly. Nothing to prove. You know, nothing to prove from him. He's in that sort of uh, Joe Hayden sort of stage right now, right? He's got money in the bank. Yeah, he's a step slower and a year older, but he can still do it. Why would you? Why would you? You've got your moves. You don't. You don't need to practice yeah. anything. I don't, I'm not he's even. Not, it's it's that more there for other 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 players to work out how he moves and team oh. He's hopefully fingers crossed. Yeah, he's not playing this weekend. Um, I think right, I've okay. seen. So yeah. Uh, and then anything anything on the other safeties? Trenton Thompson, you weren't a big fan of Gov. I don't think he did anything to prove to me that he deserves a spot. I mean, he wants to come down and, and lay the wood, and I respect that, but it's at the expense of tackling. And uh, he comes down, hits blocks he doesn't need to. You know, there was a play where Porter had had his was in zone, had his dude, but for some reason Thompson decided he was going to come down and take Porter's dude out. Uh, and therefore he was out of position 
wasn't in the right place to stop the run that he could have done if he was there. So it went for a first down. I think he lacks lateral agility. You see the sideline pursuit tackle whiff that led to a first down. Third quarter, very next play, misses another agility tackle. And with the dude that, you know, this is a dude that has good length. He's got a tiny tackle radius. So it's, it's, <laughs> his tackle radius is smaller than Calvin Austin's catch radius. So yeah, no tackle Thompson. Um, <laughs> and I'm not interested in this guy. So thanks. Thanks for saying radius after. Tiny tackle. <laughs> uh, I've also not seen a great deal out of Kenny Robinson after the hype in camp. Um, Did get burned. He was flat footed yeah. uh, for the Kincaid big yeah. run. Yeah, mm. but otherwise was was a safe set of hands. I think. I think if we we had the all twenty two, we'd see that he was maybe doing a bit more in the back. Yeah, end. in position and not not getting burned. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think he'll, he'll, I'm, sure, I'm sure he'll stick around the practice squad. But I don't I don't see him threatening the fifty three right now. Elliot was another guy. Got like like Mark was saying, he's 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 involved, but he was another guy at fault for the the game at the, uh, the sorry end of game uh, touchdown. Should have been yeah. forced to go line. You can't you can't fault the boy's effort, but yeah, I just don't think it's it's quite there for him. Trying to make a roster at that yeah. point. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, good special teams day, right? I mean, we spoke a bit about the coverage already with some of those guys, but but great coverage all day. Great, great special teams day. Superb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, partial punt block from Miles Killebrew. Harvin had a good night overall, I thought. Boswell, perfect. I think Harvin's won that battle. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I, think looked, I think he looked really solid in that. In yeah. that so. Every kick inside the 20, I think, as well. Yep. Yeah. Consistency. We'll take it. How, how long have we been screaming about that? Would be yeah. a tree. It's just getting any degree yeah. of consistency. Now let's see it in the regular season. Yeah, Come boy. Um. So yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. I think they they're all as they should be. So Danny Smith can sleep uh, sleep. Cup He's going to be a tonight. very happy man with his gum. Yeah, yeah. Um, so right. that's the game review. How long did it take? What about 92 minutes to get here? So I mean, what I were you hoping for? 60 to 90. Ooh. Okay, just um, about right then. Yeah, you know, just 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 over. I'll take it. It's not too bad. Well done. So, so it was, <laughs> it was pretty tight with some Gary Boozy chat. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have time for that at yeah. the end now. Um, all right, let's talk. Let's talk our fifty-three man roster predictions. This happens the 29th of August, which is what day, Gav? Uh, roster <laughs> roster prediction day for the UK Steers podcast. I don't know. It feels like this is when we started the podcast. I, don't I was know. no, I was hoping you were going to tell me literally what day it is. 29th next Tuesday. So by the time we do next oh, week's right, episode. Right. I thought you were going in back into the annals of some kind of like commemorative, you know, like Russia. <laughs> this, this is the this is Patriots Day of when you know we didn't lose a bell. This my, is... dad, my dad's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, the final episode of the season by number. So yeah, I guess that's something. But no, um, it is next Tuesday, so that means that by the time we record next week, we will know who the fifty three man roster is. So we have to do that now. I did put out on the Patreon if anyone wanted to send me one in before next Tuesday. And did they? Um, well, I mean, I put it out today. This is, what I'm, this is why I'm saying oh, it right. now. So <laughs> if anyone wants to do that, um, you know, you can keep track of how close you get and we can all see who gets closest. Um, the weird thing is this this time around, I mean, I don't know about you guys, I think a lot of the positions are pretty concrete, right? I mean, it feels like there's like a few very clear touch points to me, but I don't know, maybe, maybe I'll be... Wrong when we get into I, I almost felt like my 53 was really boring with how, yeah that's what uh, i kind of thought <laughs> yeah and it was difficult to make any hot takes I, I i must admit i went into it kind of thinking right my my thesis here if i have one is that i want to keep gunner Oshlevsky, right i think he's gonna stay 
But how do I how do I keep him on the roster? And I don't know. I think it's kind of between two players, and I went the other way. I, I just can't understand who you're replacing him with. If you're going to keep, I mean, they kept seven wide. Calvin receivers. Austin is doing everything he's doing, but if you mean in that sense, but in terms of no, in terms of on the roster space, because if you right. go back go back to last year, hang on, let me have a look. Right, yeah, they had seven wide receivers: DJ, Claypool, Pickens, Austin's Austin, Gunner, Boykin, and Sims. Or at least that was my prediction. I don't know if that came true. Uh, no, 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 that is the actual. Sorry, that's yeah, the actual. Okay, I'm going to say. So that was seven, right? And this year I'm struggling mm-hmm. to find a sixth, let alone a seventh. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know who you're eager, eager beavering to put in there on, in the, on the uh, active roster ahead of him. Let's get into it. All Let's right. go position by position. Okay. Um, we start with QB. I think we probably would all have the same on this. Three QBs. Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph. Yep. Any dissenting yep. voice? Sorry, Tanner. We hardly knew you. Running back three: Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, Anthony McFarland. Any dissenting voice? No. no. Nope. All right. Very good. This is a good start. Tight end. All right. All right. Well, the only dissenting voices I've I've got Connor Hayward, Connor F in football down as running back four. Okay, I put I put, him the, I put him in the tight end room. Yeah, me yeah. too. Same. But that's yeah, that's that's as it is. We've all He's got on him the in, one of the, in one of those two positions. Right. Yeah. Um, who else you got at tight end? Yeah? Well, I've got three other dudes. I've got Muth, Gentry, and Washington. Okay, so you keep. Oh. It, all right, interesting. So you're keeping all of those guys. Yeah. As am I. Me too. Okay. Is anyone not? Is anyone know. cutting Gentry? No. Did, did you Is anyone bringing Rodney Williams in? Or... I was close. <laughs> I was close at one point, but no. So, yeah. what, what were you going to say, Dave? Sorry. Was Washington mentioned? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I must have missed that bit. Okay. <laughs> um, Just making may, sure may, your guys there. Maybe not by yeah, name. Sure, yeah. Just um, forward. So yeah, I, Gentry was kind of the guy that I was like, okay, if I'm going to keep Oshlevsky, I need to cut Gentry. He's the only guy left that I can get rid of. So it's interesting that you've kept both, Gav. It sounds like. I'm interested to see who this X factor man because I've only got 24 on offense and I've got uh, Gentry got- and and Gunner in my team, so I don't know who. Oh wow! Who, who's this guy? That you- I only have five. Re- mm. Oh, me too. Actually, yeah, 24. I think I only yeah. have 24 on offense too, though. What has right. happened here? Okay. Um, receiver, I've kept five: Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Calvin Austin the third, Alan Robinson, Miles Boykin. Scandalous! Yeah, you've cut Gunner there, so. I don't want to cut Gunner. If I can find a way to keep him what on. What more does that dude need to do? I want him on the uh, listen, I want him on the list. So if you can convince me somewhere down here that I can get rid of someone else, maybe I'll listen to you. Okay, yeah, so it must be the O line here that you've kept some someone. Yeah, it does seem that way. Well who's who has everyone else got a receiver then? Is it just like Gav, have you got six with Gunner as the... Yes, I've got six huh? with Gunner, yeah. Yes, yep. so, yeah, exactly the same. Yep. Yeah. Is that, has everyone got Logan, that? I've I've got I've got five. I'm with you, sir. I've got five, okay. and it it's, it seems like me and you just really have got some sort of beef with Gunner. But <laughs> again, I wanted to keep Gunner in this list. It was like the entire outlook of when I started, <laughs> started with Gunner oh, well, and moved your well, way around. I, I I didn't want to keep him. This year, <laughs> I've, I've, I've been bitten by Gunner before in the m- multiple times. It seems from Gav Romaninus of his um, preseason showing up and then disappearing entirely. I feel like that's going to happen again. He's just going to well. ball out in, in the preseason and do absolutely bugger all in the regular season. So have you both got nine O-linemen? Um, yes. 
So it's your ninth O lineman that's creating the problem here. Right. Yeah. I see. Okay. Interesting. Well, I've got. I guess we'll just do the O line all together. But but I will just mention by position kind of as well. So at tackle, I've got Broderick Jones, Chuck Scorfor, Dan Moore, and then I've got Spencer Anderson, who's kind of a tackle slash guard. And then I've got Isaac Siamalu, Kevin Dotson, James Daniels, um, and Mason Paul. Paul. How many is that? That's eight. <gasps> wait a minute. You can't count. Wait a minute. Who did I just say? Uh, so wait, who have you got to get? Oh, wait, no. I didn't put... I, th- I thought Herbig. that was just seven. No, sorry, you're right. Yeah. Nate Herbig. Yeah, no, you're right. Nate yeah, Herbig. Herbig. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mention Nate Herbig, who I have got. Okay, yeah. so I've got Herbig on the practice squad. Uh, what, mm, I don't see that happening. No. I think Herbig's around. Yeah, me too. See, I've got the same nine as you have, Sai. So I've actually got 25 on uh, Okay, yeah. So, you're, so your extra man's coming on defence, or coming off of defence. Okay, so, he, so, so here's where I could exchange Herbig. And this... this, this this was a potential thought to make it to 25. Wait, can I, I just could... ask very quickly? So you've got Spencer Anderson, but not Herbig? Yes. Okay, right, carry on. I think Anderson's shown more than Herbig. But if I wanted to put Herbig, I would remove, and this is uh, a spoiler for later, I would remove Trey Norwood from the safety position. Wait, I don't have Trey Norwood. <laughs> No. I didn't have that luxury. This this is all this is all post Cody White because I had Cody White making the roster. I, I'd done this before the Cody White news came out, so I had seven receivers with White. White had to go off, and I then I was, was like, making it. Well, I, I thought he was, to be honest. So then I thought, who's who's making it? And it was between Herbig and Norwood, and Norwood got the jump just based on the fact that we've seen snaps from Norwood. We know he's reliable. I just think. Having a swing interior guy like Herbig, there's going to be more. I don't think anyone's work. claiming him off the practice squad, to be honest. Hmm. Whatever else have you? Who else had Herbig who didn't? I had the um, same as you, though. Same nine as me? Yeah, same nine. Same? Yeah, I, I have eight. I, I haven't got Kevin Dotson in there. Ah, ah now, okay. interestingly, I was thinking about this myself, but I was like, I, I think they keep him if. We don't trade him or get rid of him. Some of the and, and that's what I'm balancing on: is that are we going to get a trade partner? Right, potentially. But I think I, if I not, think Dotson's keep worth keeping, and I think yeah, I think he's he's a good a good second guard. Good. I don't think you just cut him. I, I don't see any reason for that. No, you know, over a guy like Herbig or Anderson or yeah. it's a position for Sicily, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know who, who's? I mean, no one's mentioned. Kendra Green. Who's our backup center? Anderson, I think. Herbig. <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. This this game is instructive. I think this. I think, I think they played Green so much because they're not. Hopefully, yeah. If they're wise, not going to play him in this game against the Falcons, and give it as a competition to see who can win that backup job. And I'm hoping Anderson does. I think I think Anderson's shown enough. He looks solid to me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on to defense, um, yeah, I owned, I kept twenty six in defense, so two more than offense. Um, I think the first position is maybe the most interesting. D line. I'll just kind of do them all together. Um, I've got Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, Demarvin Leal, Armon Watts, Montrevious Adams, Keanu Benton, and at the cost of a kebab, Isaiah Ladamalk. That's seven, right? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I've got six. Okay, I I've got six. Yeah, I don't. I don't have Watts making a roster. Sorry, I've got the exact same. same. Okay, I'm with you, Gav. I haven't got Watts making it either, mm. but I've got the, uh, the exact other six. Yeah. 
I just I don't know about Armand Watts. I, I think they really want know. one of those guys. I think they want either Fahoko or Watts to to pan out and be a guy. That they can no, it's not going to be Fahoko either. I, I wasn't impressed by him at all. But I think we I think we'd be fine with the six. Um, Fahoko, by the way, also on Alex Kazora's latest fifty three. I don't understand that. Kazora's usually so plugged in and knows all about it. Maybe maybe it's training camp. Because remember, he's at those he camp the, sessions. Yeah, he is at camp. Yeah. Mm. Not done much in games though. What you got, Dave? I didn't have Hoko or Watts making making. The so you team. got six. You got Just six. six yeah. Okay. Uh, Edge, I have is pretty clear. TJ Highsmith, Herbig, Golden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it exactly the same, except I've got TJ Highsmith, Golden, Herbert. <laughs> you know, I actually did write that in order on purpose, and I, I did wonder if you'd point that out. I've, just I've, I've actually I've, got... Uh, oh, sorry, go on, Mike. I've, I've uh, actually got it, Nick Herberg. Um, <laughs> well, Herberg. Herberg. I think, I think it's safe to say we've all caught the Nick Herberg. Copyright <laughs> 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 that right now. Yeah. I've actually got it as Perales, what high no. <laughs> Perales <laughs> Forget you, Perales. He's jetting yeah. into space. Um inside linebacker. Okay, interesting. I have five. I have Cole Holcomb. I have Quan Alexander, Alandon Roberts, Mark Robinson, Tanner Muse. Oh, you yes, ca- quit Quitowski. Yeah, uh-huh. I I have kept Kukowski and yeah. I've cut Tanner Muse. Uh, okay. I'm with you, Mark. Uh, yeah, forget mm. Muse. This was tough. This was I am tough. an iron about those. It's two. not tough. Kukowski was like my 53rd man. This this was this was no, really really difficult. He's but making a roster. If, if, yeah, if this dude, yeah, if this dude heals up from his, his injury quite nicely, and yeah, I, I think he I think he's got it cinched. No, he gone. That's Kukowski's uh, roster. Incorrect. <laughs> I know, Mike, you're right. These guys are incorrect. The, the guillotine, poor usage. Now Wait. you're calling me Mike. Oh, me. Yeah. Mark. Ah. <laughs> who's right and who's wrong? I can't Sorry. keep up anymore. <laughs> who's Mike and who's Mark? <laughs> Gareth. What? <laughs> what? So okay. wait, who's on the roster, Mike? Mark or Mike? Mike. Mike. Sorry, we have Mirajers. Thank I'm you. Mirajers. <laughs> Kwiatkowski has shown enough in one game. I don't know how you could cut him. Is it purely? Is that purely injury related? Yeah, he he seems banged up, and do mm. we know that he's definitely going to stick around? He's I don't know. He's not like one of these guys that was so fundamental to the team. I could I could see them choosing. Him I wouldn't hate Tanamus going in. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't hate that if 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 it's the case that Kukowski can't do it. You know, but... serious downgrade though at linebacker. I think, and I, I was a big Muse guy, but I I also think you can't. I mean, I guess they're both bring special team value. I think Tanamus yeah. is a, a key special teams guy. Kwiatkowski's a better better linebacker, no? Yeah, but do they, you know, do they care about a fifth linebacker as much as? I think they do. Mm. In that in that in that room, where it's so much up for grabs. And is it that different? I don't know. We shall see. Is, going, what, is what that different? What different? The 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 two of them as inside. The I think they are. Yeah, I think Kwiatkowski is a better linebacker. I think I think Muse as a converted safety. I think it shows. I think his lateral ability, his pursuit, his, his sideline to sideline. It's not that. Kwiatkowski is a linebacker. He's been playing linebacker. I mean, I, I don't know this, but I, just, I don't know this for a fact. But it looks like Kwiatkowski has played linebacker his whole life. And Muse it seems like he's been playing it for two seasons, which is what he has. I just can't believe you would cut our boy Muse. I know I, it hurts me. You know, I, I was big on him, but I was big on him as a safety and special teams guy, not not inside linebacker. I hear you. Dave, Dave, I think you've got the deciding vote on this. 
I did write down Tanner Muse, but I put a question mark next to it. So is that is that like a is that sounds like your team Muse, Dave? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I think this it, is this is a flashpoint. Muse flashpoint. I'll, I'll go with Muse since he's written down on my uh, on my list here. I'll, I'll go with Muse, but it, it's <laughs> the, it's still to play for, right? There's still yeah, it's still yeah, you know, there's, yeah. There's a game left. Something could happen. Yeah. Who knows? Just going off on a wee tangent. Why the shag are we playing a game on a Thursday night? I don't know. We've only just like played awful. on the on the second Saturday. Mm. We'll get onto that in the uh, preview. Okay. okay. Yeah. Right. Two more position groups. Sign. This is going to really settle it. Oh yeah. Sorry. Right. Okay. So cornerback. I have six: Patrick Peterson, Joey Porter Jr., Levi Wallace, James Pierre, Elijah Riley, and Chandon Sullivan. Same. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Okay, I put Riley as a safety, but it's yeah, EB. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah in that yeah. sort of yeah part. Yeah. Um, so we're keeping both of those guys, Riley yeah. and Sullivan. Yep. Yeah. And then safety, I had Fitzpatrick, Neil, Casey, Killebrew. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So okay. ours are very similar. Really <laughs> <laughs> similar. I had that, except I, I put Norwood in, and that's that, oh yeah. That's, so you put Norwood in, and I that put, was to replace me putting get Herbig. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Interesting, and we all right. kept yeah okay. We all kept that Gentry because he was the guy that I was on an iron about like maybe mm. get rid of to keep Gunner because they're both targets and. So the flash go. points are Kwiatkowski, Norwood, Herbig, Herberg, and Gunner. Yeah, is that, is that fair, or do you want to put Gentry down as one? Uh, I think it's more likely than not that he stays, but you know it's an option. All right, I'm going to put those into a special list, and we can. They are the bubble boys. They're the, yeah. they're the bubble guys. We we okay. we've determined. I presume we're all the same, which is Bars, PH3, and Duquesne's fine. Well, yeah, well, well said. Good point. Just uh, you know, Rex Spoonahara. Uh, oh, no, no. no. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's Duquesne's finest. It's fine. Duquesne's finest. <laughs> I hope Spoonahara ends up in the team just because he's got a great name. So, Who's who's the best player to come out of Duquesne, Mike? Christian Kutens, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it? Probably. Well, I, feel, yeah. I feel like we've had a couple of players that have come out of Duquesne. Um, not that I, I mean, I think the last Duquesne draftee was like the fifties. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just you talking about Duquesne a lot has poisoned my mind. That's my granddad's university. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, let's talk more about McNess and less about Duquesne. Um, <laughs> for two Aww. very different reasons. I just, <laughs> I just wanted to mention as well that uh, one guy we haven't spoken about at all, but Alex Kazora does have on his fifty-three is Dylan Cook. Well, that's funny. He's because a big I, fan of him. I, I I actually thought this this game he showed he should be the first name up from the O line. Originally, I did this this uh, list with the practice. You, you guys all done the practice squad? I haven't no, but yeah, I did my practice squad and I put the Raven Clark after the last game. This game, I deleted Raven Clark and put Dylan Cook in. I think yes. Dylan Cook's shown he he's got something, and I think he's got potential. I didn't know. I, uh, since we started doing this podcast, I stopped listening to the terrible podcast. Yeah, out of not wanting to parrot what they say. I love that podcast. I think it's brilliant, but I didn't want to just be a repetition of them. So I don't know what they're saying. So if, if that's what uh, Kazora said, I agree with him. I disagree with him with Tanner Muse. I agree with him with Dylan Cook. I think Dylan Cook has shown something. 
It's got potential. I haven't heard him speak about Dylan Cook, but I, this was just in his. I was looking at his um, fifty-three man. I didn't look at any fifty-threes either because I didn't want that to poison me. So, but shame on you, Sai, for oh, poison, what, for poisoning. looking at other people's fifty-three man rosters. Yes. Why, why is that? A do, your own. do your I own. Did, I did do work. my own. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just read. This is why I'm telling you what Alex Gazora had on his fifty-three because I didn't. How okay, dare you? Enough. How good dare you? Okay, good, good counterpoint. <laughs> Now, now, Gav, I did do a practice squad, but obviously, because these rules of the practice squad absolutely yeah, melt my brain, I don't know if I don't know if it's a legal one. So, can I can I just hear what your practice squad is? So, sixteen I, men. The, the practice squad is an ethereal set of rules that is very murky, and I'm not sure what they are. It used to be a lot clearer. Yeah, players without an accrued season of NFL experience or a physically unable to perform list for six or more games in the season. They're allowed. Free agent players are also allowed. These are players who have accrued season in the NFL, but still retain eligibility for the practice squad due to certain restrictions. Can anyone tell what those certain restrictions are? I can't. I've got no idea. So I basically just pick any old player and I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. So what, what, who have you got? What's, All right. what so I've got, uh, Jameer Bird. I've got Cats, Fitz, Cats Magic, Fitzpatrick, whatever. Jameer uh, Bird? Jameer yeah. Jordan Bird? Yes. <laughs> Jordan Bird. Who's Jameer Bird? Oh, well, I got that. Uh, Validate. Casual. I'm just going to go with uh, surname. So Casual. <laughs> Casual. Who's Jameer Bird? Is he even a player? Jameer Gibbs and Jordan Bird. In Gibbs, one yeah, body. I've, Jordan yeah. Bird. Jordan Bird. Uh, Fitzpatrick. Validate. I'm going to go with surnames from this point on. Uh, Rodney Williams. Ryan McCollum. I know that one. Now. I do have Kendrick Green on the practice squad. Is that, <laughs> is that ridiculous? Possibly. Now, now I, I did have, and then I've just literally erased that, and I've just put, sign a dude so Green isn't there. <laughs> right, so, well, that's possible. So, yeah, exactly. That's possible. I've got Herbig. I've got uh, Dylan Cook. I've got size boy Armani Watts. I've still got Quin- Quincy Roche. Uh, I know you're going to have problems with that. I've got Kenny Robinson. I do have Tanner Muse. I've got Marjorie Harper. I've got uh, Luke Barku, and then I've gone for two outside players. I've gone uh, Jonathan Garvin as an edge player, and I, he's been. He, uh, is it the Browns? I think it's the Browns. He's 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 gone for a tryout, but that dude I think could could be a better edge player than anything the Steelers have. Uh, he's only twenty four. Uh, I think I think he, his nickname was the Spider. I think he could be like a Jason Worlds type, but if not him. He's out there right now, but if not him, like if the Falcons cut uh, Delonte Scott, my guy from the practice squad last year, pick him up. I think there could be an edge guy that could bring something more than these Debronies. I don't think they. I don't think they have a guy on the roster that should be on the roster and edge. I, I don't think Perales and Duque have got it, so I think they need to look outside. And I also think, unless um, uh, White can can be brought back. I think they also need another receiver. So looking at who's available, not including who's going to be cut, you know, there's going to be cut downs and there's going to be players with potential. Out there at the moment, Brian Edwards, Freddie Swain, Kiki Kuti, one of those three or a guy that gets cut should be brought in to this practice squad. Do you disagree with that, Mark? I mean, I I had a lot of those names uh, on there. I, as I said, I've kind of gone with names that, of people that we already have, like uh, other than one spot to sign somebody so that Kendrick Green can get out of my life forever. Mm-hmm. But um, I I still did have the Raven Clark 
Um, I, I did keep him on there ahead of Dylan Cook. Um, I had Greg Bell on there. I, I thought Greg Bell might be worthy of a of a practice squad spot. I saw more um, out of Valaday in his limited snaps. I thought I, I've got them both to be fair. Okay, fair but, um, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I've uh, yeah, I had Luke Barker. I've got Trey Norwood in in my in my practice squad um, if he's eligible. I have put Jalen Elliott in there. I I do think mm. the kid. I, I do think the kid has got some promise, so I'm hoping. Um, the only other name I had in there, which I thought, yeah, a dude that I think he didn't shine in any particular way, but I thought he did. He did, he did all right, maybe worthy of it. Is Chris Wilcox um, the, the corner? I, I, yeah, I, I, I think he might have done done enough there. Oh, I did also have um, Fahoko, um in in there as well. But um, everybody else, yeah, you'd, you'd already mentioned, and uh, I, I, as I say, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be too. I wouldn't be too sad to see a couple of these dudes be replaced by people you've bought in from the outside. But um, yeah, that's kind of what I got there. Fair did. No one else do a practice squad? No, no, I didn't know the rules, so I just didn't bother. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, th- this might not be a legal squad. The, other thing, all, yeah, the, the amount, yeah. the other thing is like, you know, people we cut will be picked up, people that get cut we'll pick up. So it's like, I'm also just don't know even what pool the players So uh, let's just say this then. What positions would you pick up for the practice squad if you if you had a yeah, choice? Yeah, th- let's think, say think, two positions because like, I've gone with edge and receiver. Yeah, I think receiver definitely. Mm-hmm. I think bringing in, in an outside receiver makes a lot of sense, and then I like edge. Yeah, edge is a good uh, edge makes well, sense. Yeah, maybe yeah. center. Obviously, if you could find an interior lineman that could play center, yeah. that would be great. Um, yeah, even an outside corner if someone interesting got cut, I think would be a good guy to bring in. I don't think James Pierre is necessarily locked in there because of his own. But if you had to no, say two, I think that's sorry. fair. Sorry, well, if I had to say two receiver and. If you can find a center, center, but okay. edge, I like. That's me saying three. Take it right <laughs> now. Um, <laughs> you want to talk a bit about the Falcons game briefly before we? Uh, yeah, move on. Uh, Steelers side, I think big questions. Can Herbig or anyone at center? I think I think that's the major question, isn't it? That's basically someone we, there is a Kendrick Green. <laughs> we, we, we're going to get that in the first quarter. If it's if it's Ken, if they trot out and Kendrick Green is your starting centre, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Please, I was wondering what profanity was coming next, Gav. To be honest, with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just so depressing. It's like okay, we're pretty sure this guy's trash, but we're just going to check again. No, don't do that. Put someone else out there. Put Spencer Anderson. Put Nate Herberg. Put James Daniels, someone, please. Why not get them reps? You know that Kendrick Green can't be your backup. He's center. trash. He's trash. So get them some reps. Yeah, I appreciate that. Do, yeah, do get Anderson some reps, please. I want to mm. see it. Uh, short week, as yeah, you said, Mike. I hate that. Yeah. Do we hate it? I think it's in interesting. Yes. I think it's stupid. I don't. Th- I don't hate it. I think it's interesting. It gives gives some of these guys an opportunity to not prepare so well, and and it's. The Falcons, they've not had quite a shorter week. Is that right? But, I mean, they've been on a bit of a tear as well. They beat Miami 19-3. They tied the Bengals 13-13. So this is this is a decent contest. And and apparently they're going to start some some starters, you know, for, for a limited period. This, is, this isn't the, you know, week four versus the Panthers where it's the bouncers from the beginning. This, this is going to have some kind of meaningful snaps. So interesting, I think. I think. I think the short week adds to the jeopardy, not doesn't take away. I think it adds to the jeopardy of injuries. 
yeah, which is all I'm bothered. Yeah, I don't about. think. I don't think. Do you think it plays into injuries? I, I don't think that. Uh, I think. It, I think it plays into preparation and schemes. Seem to think it does. I mean, they, they, uh, are, I they are quite adamant that it's just not enough time to recover and recuperate from the previous game. But well, you think like soft, soft tissue injuries, maybe. Yeah. But... Yeah. But it's not going to be the stars out there for a lot. They play, how much have they played? I mean, you know, it's going to be the jabronis. That have, it's going to be the Kendrick Greens of the world that have played, you know, the guys that have been trying I to... Think you'll see some of the stars, though. I mean, I think Tomlin said that. And yeah, for a little bit. But they, 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 more... they, they're not the guys at risk of soft tissue. Everyone's at risk of soft tissue injuries, Gav. Mm-hmm. Everyone There's is. But I don't, at risk of soft tissue injuries. Playing, you know, a drive and a bit doesn't increase your risk oh, of soft you tissue. you talk about it way too much now. Okay, stop, stop talking, talking about, about the talking about injuries. So uh, Jeff Okuda injured in camp, oh. but um, yeah, he's out. Uh, but he's expected to be back early in the season. It's not season ender, but uh, a little bit of news there. Uh, QBs behind Ridder. We're going to see Heineke and Logan Woodside. Although Woodside apparently is uh, unhappy or something. Some 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 kind of issue in camp where he's Woodside's unhappy? he's unhappy. He's unhappy not yeah. What? I don't know, he wants, he wants to leave. His position or, in life? Or? Yeah, he's just not happy. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so vague. <laughs> Maybe it's lack of snaps. I don't know. It's just, he's out of favour. It's like a weird guy to be unhappy because he's not got any, like, pull. You know, like, he's not, it's not like Aaron Rodgers is unhappy, like, you know. Yeah, he, he, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. Does he, like, he what, do we, what do we care if Logan Woodside's unhappy? <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you, he's not unhappy. He's uh, our favourite boy, so I, uh, Jay Jaw. JJ Arcega Whiteside. Oh, what? no. He's, he's back. He's he reanimated from the dead. He's like Frankenstein's monster. Oh, back no. Again. Don't do this. <laughs> Working in Arthur Smith's positionless scheme, apparently. Oh, no. But he's on the bubble. But he better is he be a on tight the end? Is he, he better be outside the bubble. Who knows? You know, the, the, uh, long-time listeners will know this was a contention point. Before we even started the podcast, Was uh, I thought JJ was good, and so I didn't. And he's been running... Uh, victory laps around me ever since. <laughs> but here he is, ready to here he is. for his, his chance <laughs> on the Geno Smith career act that everyone's following now. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, maybe nothing will come of this, but uh, I thought a funny uh, name for you and me. So, uh, Josh Alley, recite, receiver, getting some camp buzz on the bubble. Tell you who's at, who else is on the bubble on this roster. Matt Sexton. Remember him? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's on this roster. Um, Falcons release their depth chart. Uh, today or was it yesterday? Uh, Bijan Robinson, third string running back. <laughs> Will That's, he play nope. with the third team? <laughs> hmm. Not sure. I wouldn't advise it. Hey, how good did he look on that highlight run? Oh, unbelievable! Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Uh, right tackle Jalen Mayfield. Remember that guy was in our mock draft for uh, that year. Yeah, when was yeah. it? A couple of years ago. Uh, been under fire ever since. Well, he's he's got a point to prove. Second string right tackle. So he, he'll probably be seeing a lot of action. So we'll see him. Uh, Edge, Arnold Ebiketti. Ebiketti. Yeah, and uh, Zach Harrison out there. Probably going to be the main players in this. Second string edge rushers. Ooh. I'll tell you who else is going to be out there. Delonte Scott, my guy. We're going to see what we could have had on the practice squad. That that dude's got serious length and bend. And... um. Let's hope. Let's hope they, they've got quite a bit of uh, depth at edge. Let's hope they cut him and the Steelers can pick him up. Having <laughs> known him before, get that guy on the practice squad. That he's he showed more in like two quarters than uh, Perales, Induque, <laughs> Manny Jones, all these other like numbskulls have done nothing. <laughs> 
Like Delonte <laughs> Scott. Shot on Perales again. I'm sorry. I'm sick of these guys. They did zero. <laughs> Delonte Scott did. Delonte Scott did loads. <laughs> Those guys did squat. So give me, give me Scott. Okay. <laughs> My God. Um, Clark Phillips the third. See a bit of him from this draft season. The the, uh, the blitzing slot nickel corner. Mm-hmm. Um, who you thought was too small as well? Breon Borders, another guy. And I'll tell you who else. My sleeper from the safety position, DeMarco Hams. Um, yeah, that third Alabama yeah. safety I sleep with. Two picks so far in the preseason games, one pick per oh, game. Wow. This dude, I'm telling you, he was, I would have drafted him. I think he went in the seventh round. I, I would have taken him in the fifth, man. This, this, this guy was a player. He just didn't, didn't see enough playing time because if he had, um, uh, Branch and uh, Jordan Battle in front of him. So he was safety three for Alabama. Yeah. But this dude can play. All right. That, some, that's my preview. Some in- well, very well done. Some interesting uh, rookies on this team to look out for as well. Are we, see- are we seeing starters from them this week? I can't I think so. Yeah. Yes, they said they will, yeah. will we'll see a little bit of starters. So we see- we get- we probably see a little bit of Bud Dupree. We might. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, we might. Maybe. Oh, oh Bud. Oh, old bird. Old bird. <laughs> that defense, like they've they've really built on that defense, haven't they? They got Jesse Bates in there, um, Clayus Campbell's in there. Now. Like it's it's not <gasps> our boy Troy Anderson. Ooh, yeah, man. starting linebacker. Yeah, let's go yeah, from QB to linebacker to to just Hometown boy running around the field, being best player on the field to serious linebacker. Quite <laughs> a shift. Um, all right. I believe, Dave, you had a game for us. I do. In a special segment we used to do. Is it, is it that segment? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Four large dollars, Everything on name. Do you want onions on your set? I do. Plenty onions. It felt like the third was coming, but it, it was oh, delayed. What's going on? I'm, that drop is uh, it's stuck in a loop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I mentioned Gary Busey at the start of the show. I, I feel I should, I should get this out of the way before I start the game because like, I, I, I do have a video of him talking about the thing. Do you mean, shall I try and play it on the... On... Can you explain who this is first? Do it. I know who Gary Busey is. Who are we talking Everyone about? Who Gary Busey is, right? Who's Gary Busey? Have you seen Predator 2? Uh, no. He's That's a same right, who came off of a motorbike and smashed his head open and then is been consistently a pretty insane kind of guy. Claims to have seen angels and all sorts. He comes out with some random stuff. But most recently, he was talking about buttered sausage. Um, sausage. whilst on a podcast I think it was a podcast with somebody I'll try and play the video I love how you trailed this in the opening seconds of the podcast, it's great let me, let me try and do this in high quality fashion this might be an editing point for you Si so we'll see how this goes I, I've I've sent a photo of uh, Gary Busey in the chat for those who, who are unaware of Gary Busey because you'll probably recognise his face he's uh, got quite a didn't recognise the naked, on, naked side of his uh, lower body oh that's a different photo, sorry Mary. <laughs> Jeez, that was me getting changed after I spilt my beer before the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hang on, let me see. Let's talk about your cable ace award. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage. Where it comes from? What it does? Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. What about buttered? buttered 
buttered sausage. That's not your jam. It's not your thing. You don't like it. It's not my jam. I don't buy jam. I buy honey, and I kiss it on the lips. Yeah. Okay. That man. <laughs> that man's had a lot of cocaine. Right. Okay. Here's here's a classic Gary Busey quote from Predator Two. How many times do I have to tell you you don't know what you're dealing with? Classic. You don't know what you're dealing with. So you don't know. You don't recognize that dude. I, no. You need to see Predator Two again, man. He's the dude in the silver suit once. in the van. Oh, you haven't seen it once. No. Have you seen Predator One? Uh, no. I checked out Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> After a short amount of research that I've just done, buttered sausage is like an AI thing. What? It's like an AI. So he's not talking about literally buttering sausages. I don't think so. Oh, we may have missed some context. I didn't yeah. wonder what he meant by what they would, what it was doing. I was like, "What is buttered sausage doing?" <laughs> Why is it in my face? <laughs> <laughs> you can only ask that question to yourself when you find yourself down in your luck asking why buttered sausage is in your face. That's yeah. when you know you need to do something. Ask Gary Busey. But yeah. the, the, it's a man who came off a motorbike and headbutted the curb. So yeah, he's uh, he's coming out with some with some stuff. But <laughs> this kebab <laughs> corner, we're we're in it, right? This um. It's I want to announce the return of uh, a very popular game Uh-oh. that we Uh-oh. did. Um, a news game? Uh, no, no, that's an unpopular game. <laughs> that's 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 the game that everyone goes. Well, everyone on the show goes, "Oh no!" And all the listeners go, "Yes." Everyone's favorite game, the news game. Yeah, no, it's not. It's uh, would insert name here. Lie to you. Oh. oh! And uh, this this week, it is... Uh, it's Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> it's Gary. <laughs> True or false? Did Gary Busey talk about buttered sausage? Why is it in my face? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's our very own Mark. It's Woo! Mark. Hello! We have an audience. I think the initial level, the initial level of pl- applause there was just about right. Just a smattering of old <laughs> zero, yeah. zero applause. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. person <laughs> slow clapping. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so, everyone's familiar with the with the game by now, right? Would I lie to you? So there's going to be four statements mm-hmm. about Mark. Two of them are true. Two of them are false. You have to spot the true ones and the false ones. And we can ask Mark one question each, one probing question, perhaps. Yes, um, I feel that you will adjudicate as as time is probably wearing on. I don't. Are we? Are we? A, 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 we got a bit of time time. for this. We're all good. Okay. I may have action to, on this journey. I may have to be strict on the amount of questions being asked at some point because I know how you guys go. You start probing, and then you, yeah, yeah. you know it. You've, you've Mark telling his life story. So I'll be ready for statement number one. Is Mark ready for statement number one? Am I ready? Yeah, I I wasn't. Yeah, I think I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. Let's uh, let's get the old acting chops on. Yeah, let's go. Oh, I need to ask you about that, Sai. Actually, after after this, your your murder (laughs) mystery. Well, famous (laughs) famous background actor we have amongst us. (laughs) So Mark, he accidentally opened a parcel for a neighbour that turned out to be a very intimate item. Oh. 
the obvious question. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll tell you what. No, the, maybe the better, the better question, Matt, is why are you open your neighbours' packages when they arrive? It was, I, as in, as in I didn't see ac- accidentally. Oh, yeah. accident! How does one accidentally open a package, Matt? That, that doesn't have your name on it. Well, I, I, I believe, from what I remember, it didn't have a label on it. No, oh, that, right, okay. that was the big issue. How did it uh, arrive? I think, I, well, yeah, it was. It was one of those uh, <laughs> dropped off to me. I, I, I thought it was somebody else's. Yeah, I, well, no, I thought it was Kathy's. There, there you go. So, you know, obviously, I was very surprised when I opened it <laughs> to to see what it was. But mm. um, no, it, it was it was a case of it was. Yeah, I, I didn't see the label until after I'd uh, I'd opened the box and before I asked so several questions of uh, of Kathy. So, so Mark, if how, if there was no name or address on it, how did you know it was your neighbor's? Uh, well, no, that's the thing. I initially thought that there was no label on it. I, I missed, I missed the label. It just um, looked like something she'd enjoy, mate. <laughs> yeah. I know, I, I know who this belongs to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say nothing about my net. The, the walls are thin here, so I'm, you know, I can't say, can't say it too loud. <laughs> it's bicycle Beatrice next door, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Gav, bicycle Beatrice. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I've got nothing more to add here, so we can move. Wait, on. you don't want you don't want to know what it is? What was the item? Yeah, what was the item? Yeah, we need to know. Yeah, the item was, and I, yeah, I didn't check it thoroughly for this, but what I believed it to be a pair of edible underwear. Oh, mm. I didn't see that mm. coming. Yeah, Saucy, it was. But not too racist, um, what, yeah, what was, it was. It, what but was, it was the edible it was part? Both like bacon. You know, this is my my idea of edible underwear has always been that it's just the bottom part of the underwear that it is. But this was a set. Oh. This was a this was a top and bottom set, which I didn't think what, you'd get twin set and pearls. Edible. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, yeah, it was a a bra and and knickers, uh, so to speak. And what, what so, was the flavour? Um, uh, I don't know because I didn't taste them. You know, so but, it wasn't uh, advertised yeah, on the packaging. That's poor. Are we talking like those? those can- <laughs> are we talking about those like candy beads that you get, Mark? Is that like where, where the level we're at? No, no. It, it was uh, well. I, I assumed it to be edible because it felt it didn't look like a material that I'd ever seen before. So I, I didn't really know. <laughs> was it? Crotchless? I didn't want to really, really die. It was from the looks of from what I <laughs> briefly. I didn't touch them. Yeah, you know, I didn't touch. Yeah, too much of them. But um, neighbors, yeah, neighbors. did you see? No, re- well, exactly. Yeah. Did you did see you re- re-deliver them to your neighbor? <laughs> Mark, I, yeah, I, explain I, how the conversation went with your neighbor, please. I'll play. I'll, I'll I, play I very, I very, uh, <laughs> I very much wrapped the wrapped it up as if it wasn't because Kathy came home shortly after, and yeah, we had a you had the awkward conversation. Why, why well, yeah, initially I was you like, played it off as a gift know, from you. Yeah. She tried, she tried I, them on. It's fine. <laughs> Just before she came in, I had I had spied the label. I was like, "Oh God, okay." So yeah, we had this whole rigmarole of doing this. So yeah, I yeah, we sorted out the packaging together. We made sure that it looked you know in there, and then it was just literally a case of, "Oh, got a package for you." Neighbor looked a little sheepish when I when I brought it over. I think. Um, but, well, hi Mark, uh, how are you yeah. today? What's that you've got yeah, there? Yeah. <laughs> just, just playing it off. Yeah, I don't, we don't really talk to our neighbors too much um, yeah. here, so yeah, I, I don't even know like. The net, I, I can't even remember what her name Beatrice. was. Um, I yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to read the label too much. 
yeah, they're, they're about our age and, and whatnot. But um, yeah, so that, that's how it came about. And it was, it was just, yeah, she felt a little bit sheepish about it. So, uh, well, she looked a little bit sheepish. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't a lamb, lamb set, but yeah. Let's move okay. on to the next question. I, I yeah. love, I love, um, I love Sai's idea of bacon underwear. That's uh, that sounds that's nice, doesn't it? See? I thought you'd be on board. No, it doesn't. Very sound late, nice. very Lady Gaga. It doesn't sound nice. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, eat your way in. Uh, just a string the of bacon. The last thing I want to do when I get take my missus' clothes off everything. and see bacon. Eat the bacon. <laughs> eat the bacon. <laughs> insert the sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I want to avoid bacon. I'm hoping that Clip my that. life choices have avoided bacon when it comes to women. Uh, where do you put the egg? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> The eggs are hopefully, uh, hopefully happily stored and not run out. Well, that's a different oh, issue. So um, we, all, we all know that Mark is a, a music a mu- a musician, a talented musician, and a, 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 a music man. Oh, thank you. Um, so he that's is, a good master race track, Music Man. Sorry. Mark, <laughs> Mark has watched the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 45, with members of the band Good Charlotte. Oh... What was it like living the lifestyle of the rich and famous? <laughs> They're always complaining. They're always complaining. <laughs> if money was such a problem, Mike. <laughs> um, um, I just want to live. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Now, I'm going into other good Charlotte songs. Yeah. Who, who played in Super Bowl 45, guys? Do we know? Uh, Can't remember. That was uh, two years after ours. Which was us again. It was the Green Bay Packers against... The Pittsburgh that Steelers. That was the Richard yes. Mendenhall. Mm. Yes. Sick Mendenhall. Yeah. And you were watching with, and I, I quote Dave here, members of Good Charlotte. Members of Good Charlotte. So, I mean, I don't know the band Good Charlotte very well, but uh, I do recognize Benji Madden when I see him across from a room. And uh, yeah, it, it was just, it was very, it was very bizarre. And, and where uh, was this? Just, so this, this was at a, a nightclub in Southampton um, that was that was showing the game. Um, they had played at a, a local venue nearby. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been the Guildhall, probably. Um, but um, yeah, uh, they yeah they just they rocked up uh, after the show. Um, not <laughs> rocked up, you know the term that I'm using. But um, they uh, yeah they they just turned up and uh, yeah people seemed a bit surprised to see them and uh the only the only sort of thing i sort of remember from it was uh my mate asking who who they wanted to win and uh benji madden saying anybody but the steelers and i was very happy by that good charlotte come on now yeah but um yeah no i i don't as i say i don't really follow the band too well um but uh, i i did recognize um did recognize them i do, i do remember that they were on a madden soundtrack years ago and obviously it says who writes the songs and i yes, genuinely thought were. that they were related to john <laughs> just like oh okay i didn't know john madden's sons were were in the uh the punk rock well whatever you get it's not punk is it but whatever good charlotte was i think it was punk um pop punk yeah it was pop yeah pop punk wasn't it yeah that's more like it but um, yeah, yep, so ve- ve- yeah very up my street back in the day Good Charlotte, yeah, but I just want to did, live as a terrible song. Did you but... meet them? <laughs> did you meet them? That's the question. Any any more questions, Gav? Hmm. Well, what what did you do during your time of meeting them? Just watch the Super Bowl, really. I mean, so they came did, in did, right as the. Did, uh, did you have a chat started. about uh, anything outside of football or no? 
Not, not really. They they sort of kept themselves to themselves, and I was I was quite drunk and very focused on winning the game. So, I think th- a couple of my mates were big uh, less less NFL fans, more good Charlotte fans. So I think they mm. they spent more time with them and and had a good time. I had some pictures taken with them, but I was more intently focused on us winning number seven and it not happening. So were they all there? The whole band? This this is the I I have no idea. I literally just know. Benji and his, so he's the lead singer uh, and I his recognize, brother. Really, so. Well, I recognize, yeah, it was like the guy with blonde, I think he was the bass player, I think, they're like the blonde tips. I, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Billy Martin? Benji, Benji, I know. Oh, there you go. Well, it might have been him. That's what that's, Google says. That is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, is, this is definitely after the kind of big fame of, because I, I don't know what album they were touring at the time, but uh, it was definitely after the big the big plus of uh, big push of good Charlotte. All right. Are we all are we all out of questions? All right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Next one. So on on the staying on the theme of Mark being a a music, I, I can't think of a what music man. Does that sound too Maestro. like like one man band sort of deal? Musician, I think it's the uh... <laughs> Muso. Music Muso. Muso is a good one. When I I say, whenever I say music man, I get a picture of him ahead of that guy, that one man band that's got like a guitar and then a drum oh, yeah. on his back music and some harmonica on and some weird device that hangs off of his in a, in a hi hat on his head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the problem Muso. is I can only play bass and sing, so that the rest of it's very. <laughs> we we yet yeah, to yeah, make use of your singing voice, Mark, but it's mm. coming. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark can play the flute with an other hole. I think we've just heard that that's not an option. <laughs> just not his mouth. Yeah, you've, you've just <laughs> just blown that one out of the water like a Ukrainian uh, drone. <laughs> Well, no, I said I said that I can't play instruments normally, but uh, <laughs> okay. yeah, you, you you can toot or two. Uh, yeah, I I have this very unique um, sort mm. of skill with my nose. Yes, mm. Um, mm. so I Convenient. can. No, no, I, I absolutely. It, it's not just the flute as well. Like, yeah, give me. I I've I have been known to do it with a clarinet as well. I I have given it a try on a clarinet. Um, recorder was kind of the big one, but yeah, I, I did, did discover that I can actually play a little bit of nose flute as well, um, to, mm. to a certain degree. Um, so yeah, it was, it was something I discovered back in, uh, I think it was, I think I was in year, year seven or eight. It was like the start of secondary school. Um, and you know, you're just prattling about with stuff and yeah, some, I think it was a good friend of mine had, a, had their flute and she was, she was just like, Oh yeah, no, you can't play the flute. And, um, I, at this point, I already knew I could play. I could play. I, at this point, I already knew I could play nose recorder. Um, so I thought oh, I'll give nose flute a try. And it, t- it turned out surprisingly well. I've got a, I've got a decent, uh, strong breath through my nose. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I kind of discovered that so, I, I had that some sort of weird talent. So why was the, why was the statement then that Mark can play the flute with another hole? <laughs> you didn't mention any. You didn't mention anything else. You didn't say, you know, I can play the recorder and the flute and the whatever other instrument. You just mentioned the flute, so well, the flute. I think it's because the flute, the flute's the most. Yeah, that that's the more impressive one because that's that's something that you're not putting your lips over when you're playing it mm. as well. So with a recorder, you've got your lips pretty much pursed over it. The same with the clarinet, you've got it. You kind of got your lips pursed over the reed. With a flute, you're actually doing a blowing 
sort of a sort of motion toot. with it when you're when you're playing it a toot, yeah exactly yeah you're just doing a <sighs> like that so um to do that with a nose i think is a bit more impressive and that's kind of because i've got that big that sort of, that sort of weird uh, nose power, so so to speak. <laughs> nose uh, power. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird way of describing it, but uh, yeah, that that's the sort of uh, the kind of range range I've got with it. So um, yeah, that's how it was. It came to be that it was more of a more of an impressive thing than playing the you know just shoving a recorder up your nose. Yeah, hmm. it's very wise, much that though. Ralph Wiggum. Yeah, the Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> how do we get to Ralph Wiggum? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with a flute up his nose, Ralph Wiggum. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was like Pete Simpsons, wasn't it? That was before yeah. the uh, yeah, yeah. Went off the end it's of a the nice break. fluting boy. <laughs> Words to the wise, though: if you do play a flute after Mark is using it, give it a good wipe down the damp cloth. And yeah. oh yeah, no, yeah, my friend wasn't flute, impressed that I did that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all well and good playing the flute, Mark. You say that's impressive, but have you thought about playing maybe more complicated instruments with your nose, like like bass or a gong? I've 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 tried doing other um, blowy a instruments, gong. but it's not really not really worked. For some reason, you cannot do it with a trumpet. I have tried the mm. nose trumpet, and it has just not worked. I think brass is very difficult to play with the nose. Um, it's definitely more your reed brass, instruments brass. that, uh, yeah. Make, well, yeah, yeah. Some people have played ass trumpet, so to speak, <laughs> but <laughs> regularly. Yeah, there's certainly things. I'm not, I'm not going to play, be uh, playing the drums with my notes anytime soon. Let's just I was going to say, so your, your suggestion of a gong, you know, as a gong, it's just a big old like brass plate. <laughs> I'm just going to so stick a massive stick up my nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just like the idea that he just like smashes his face into the gong. <laughs> That's, that's one for the paraplegics. Don't take it away from them. They can have like a head wand, which is like the gong basher, head like a, a diddlo wand, which could work. So, uh, he just loves doing things with his nose. He just—he's got two hands. But, I've, you know, I've, got, just, I've, I've got it. Yeah, I've got a weird, weird <laughs> nose talent. So it's just, yeah, that's that's very good. But uh, yeah, not everything. Not everything is designed to play with the nose. That is for sure. Uh, and last question from me: Which nostril? Uh, this was—it's it's my left. So I've got this weird thing. Like I'm right-handed and I'm right-footed, but there's a lot left of things nostril. I do with my left left, left hand. And yeah, for some reason, it's, okay, it's I'm, I'm ejecting more... the skin flute from the competition. <laughs> I, I think it's down to uh, <laughs> watching Super Bowl with man we've not heard of and the, the other skin one. Skin flute. All right, all right, okay. What's the fourth uh, one then? I've got a fourth. The fourth one. one. Uh, Mark was once put up on a cross inside a church. <laughs> I don't think he's Jesus, so I'm going to discount that too. Well, hang on, let's hear him out. Maybe he's got a convincing story otherwise. Okay, why so, were you uh, on the cross, Mark? <laughs> why, why was I hung up on the cross? Um, it's because I was Jesus. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just going to say that. Uh, yeah, so it was a production that we were doing that was held inside uh, a church. And uh, yeah, as part of that, I had to be hung up on a cross. And it was one of the most, uh, yeah, it was, it was very surreal. But very handily, across the way from me, as I was up on a cross, was a Jesus on a cross. So I could easily mimic exactly what he was doing and having having the best performance. Mm. You, you do have a very Jesus-esque appearance to you, Mike, with the beard and the hair. And That's true. Been, and we know that I had a, a performance background. Mm. The pieces all line up here, Gav. It does. Mm. It does. It, it, it's it's crept back in. There's some credibility <laughs> here. 
How long ago was this, Mark? This was, oh God, when was this? This must have been about uh, 10 years ago, something like that. 10, maybe 12 years ago. What was the production? Maybe even longer than that. Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, <laughs> it, imagine that. <laughs> it's a furry Jesus. It was, in fact, it was, it was, in fact, uh, Jesus Christ superstar. But so you weren't the superstar then? He was Jesus. Jesus, oh, you yeah, were. He's, he's you were main main part, were you? Yeah. I, I was hung up on the cross. So yeah, but were if you I main wasn't, part? If I wasn't Jesus. Yes, yes, I was. I was Jesus. So you so did Jesus quite quite a number singing, dancing. You were number one on the call sheet, kind of thing. Uh, not so much dancing, but uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, singing in in mm. terms of that. Yeah, I was. I was. There was no room know, for a yeah, nose yeah. flute performer <laughs> in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> No. Is, um, is just Jesus a, the main uh, character of, of Jesus Christ Superstar? Well, people argue that it might be Judas. Um, Judas has a very big role in the, in that show. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I would say I would say Jesus. I've never myself, seen it. But <laughs> um, just to just to add as an extra caveat to that, I, that was done in front of a member of the Communards as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anyone remembers the Communards, no, I don't. So well. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Sorry. That's something Max just made up and thrown in here to make it sound convincing. Yeah, the Communards, well-known <laughs> invisible band that don't exist. Is that it sounds like a band that exists. Yeah. <laughs> All right, oh, I can't so, make sense of this. So only one of those is true, or is it two? Two are two, true. Two are true. Two are true. Okay. Two are false. I think Max a good liar because I haven't. I, I really am not sure. You could tell me it was any of them, and, and I'd believe it. I've so, got to. Okay. So Mike's Mike's decided. Remind yes. me what was the first one? I've forgotten. <laughs> Edible knickers. Edible knickers. The mm. first one was opening Indeed. a package, uh, opening a parcel for a neighbour. Uh, no, not for a neighbour. Uh, accidentally, it was for a neighbour. Hmm. I think so, I've got my two. Okay, number two was. Second one was. Good uh, Charlotte. Watched the Super Bowl with members of Good Charlotte. Uh huh. The third one was that he can play the flute with a hole that is not his mouth. Arse flute, and then number four was Jesus <laughs> Christ. The problem is that's how, that's how nicknames start. By, by what by what <laughs> method were you suspended in in the on the cross, Mark? Uh, so it was the hands uh, Remember, <laughs> yeah, the, the hands. Yeah, I was not nailed to the cross. Let's uh, let's just put that out there. Um, it was just some some ropes, I think. I think it was just some ropes. Some ropes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds tenuous. I'm going <laughs> one and uh, was it two? The Super Bowl men, yeah, the mysterious band. Yeah, I'll go with them. One and two. All right. Okay. All so right. if 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 you're so is everyone decided? I've decided. Yeah, uh, me too. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Good Charlotte number two, and I'm gonna go nose flute. Oh, it's going two and three. This is interesting. I'm going good Charlotte and. Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh. He's going two and four. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. We're going to have a winner. Edible so Pants let... not featuring. Not interested. <laughs> no, it was, did Cy was, did Cy guess the edible underwear? No. No, me, me. That was, oh, that was, yeah, it was Gav. All right. I hope you're keeping track. And if, if, if you're playing along at home, I hope you're keeping track too. <laughs> <laughs> of your keep own track, answers. Keep track of what? Of, of your own answers. <laughs> <laughs> I am medicated. You're <laughs> your own questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mark, I hope be... your neighbour listens to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> turn the volume yeah, up if you're not. Um, 
so we'll go, we'll go through in the order that um, I, I read them out. Okay. So, Mark, did you accidentally open a parcel for your neighbour that turned out to be a very intimate item? I did not. Oh, oh look again. The label thing got me on that. I didn't believe it. Yeah, I, <laughs> we were talking about acting skills, and then the, the first thing he said, well, it didn't have a label on it, and I, I, my hand hit <laughs> yeah, my head. Yeah, there was an inconsistency there. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I yeah, no, I, yeah I, I kind of stumbled a little bit there, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Um, I was busy working on my Gary Busey drop at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Buttered sausage. Um, <laughs> why is it in my face? Have you seen his teeth as well? He's got like the Turkish teeth going on. You know, like the pearly white face. Oh like, yeah, he's always had that. He's, he's got a face like a scrotum, but his teeth are perfect. <laughs> so, Mark, did you watch this. Super Bowl forty-five with members of Good Charlotte? You don't know what you're dealing with. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Yes, oh, must a point each. All right. Here we go, Mike. And uh, just just to add to that, um, by the end of it, I was so drunk. Obviously, we lost. I was crying my eyes out, and I lost my wallet. So, what a great night! I bet he stole it. Uh, no, no, some really, some really. <laughs> I, I, nobody stole. I just lost it, but some weirdo picked it up, and it was a very awkward exchange. Giving it back the next day, it was very, very odd. Was there a label on the wallet, Mark? <laughs> was it edible? Was... <laughs> so the next one <laughs> was that you, sir? It sounded like you just shivered. <laughs> <laughs> or was it you, Dave? Maybe it's it Dave may, coming up it on may, his third round of drugs. It may have been me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the answer to this one will give away also the final answer. But did or can you play an instrument? Ask flute. Can you play the flute so, with a hole that's not your mouth? So th- this will determine uh, whether Simon wins or whether Mike wins it. And I can t- t- I can tell you now that you I can... <laughs> <laughs> I cannot play the flute. Yay! It was so convincing. I didn't believe the last it. one. That means that you were oh. up on a cross. I was hung up on a cross in a church for Jesus Christ Superstar in front of the Reverend Richard Coles, who was oh, also the uh, keyboard player for the Communards. He's a dog. <laughs> for uh, the Communards. <laughs> yeah, and he's a, yeah, and he's, he's, he's a semi-famous radio personality as well. I should have gone with Mark's performance background over hmm. me just believing. But then again, the... the, the, the 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 ass trumpet thing was kind of a performance thing. I thought you would have spent a lot of time around. <laughs> Why have we got this to ass trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> he played it with his, his nose, nose flute. How dare you? Ah, it's ass trumpet. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> Mark, did you take your ass trumpet lessons in school? <laughs> <laughs> Where are these sound drops going? You know what? I'm... I'm, I'm concerned that Gav has got hold of a load of sound drops. One of, one of which is me talking about having a finger up my bum. And how the deep fake world is going to make something of this. Oh, can't wait to listen to this, Mike. Also, I've died from that drop. <laughs> oh, Gav, the timing was brilliant. <laughs> oh, so I'm having a minor heart attack. <laughs> so, you know what? I I love playing this game. Uh, I think I, should, I think 
I think that that's everyone but Rich that have. Uh, oh wow, we never done, done Rich. Before. Wow. But um, I think if uh, if anyone any and I know you have to make it like a Patreon level that if if you oh, donate yeah. so much, you that's can, a good well, idea. I'll, I'll do this game for you. You can come on and you can. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, well, so good. we need to like build up a fund, like a totalizer, and when we get to the top, <laughs> top of the fund, Rich does his his uh, lie test. No, I mean, just like a listener, you can come on and. Uh... Oh, okay. That's the kebab. That's the kebab thing for a month. If you want to come on the kebab clan, we're going to have uh, Orclay next week running yes. the game for us. Maybe yes. he would like Orclay mm-hmm. is most definitely owed one of these. I think Dave, if you would like one, yeah, I think it would be will, good. I will be in touch with you when if you're listening. I'm sure you are. You're paying as much. You're paying money to the podcast. If you're not listening, what are you doing with your life? You've reached a totalizer point. <laughs> In fact, there. I know he's listening because he tried to listen live, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did, he, did, did you? Did you have Come an update on, on that? Yeah, uh, I believe two people tried and it did not work. So we're going to have to go back to oh. the drawing board. We need to test this on this. Yeah, in fairness, this was this was like. I did say I didn't know if this would work yet. I was just offering out the link because that's what it gave me. I don't know why it doesn't work. Thank God this wasn't. Thank God this wasn't a new person who just paid specifically yeah, to get money. on there and it didn't work. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's ditched his dinner plans for the evening. No, I'm going on the podcast. You have to go out for dinner and uh, buy yourself. I, <laughs> please don't do that. I offered it up late. It was very much a hey. I'm going to test this. You might be. Why don't we test it now? I tell you what. Let's uh, stop we recording and we'll test it. Well, all right. We'll do it after. We'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Cut that bit. Like I was thinking, these boys are absolute arse flutes. <laughs> we are very much arse flutes and trumpets and, and gongs. Um, all right, let's. I think we can wrap it up there, Dave. Excellent, yeah. great job. If, if you're listening, right. Orlabe, I'm going to be in touch, and you're going to be having a, work on your acting skills. Don't if you know if I say something about a parcel, say it's got a label on it. All right, just yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I'll be hoodwinked by that, so don't worry about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was an obvious one for me, Gav. The, the flute trumpet. I, I must admit, I was fiddling around trying to get that Gary Beasy drop onto my soundboard and couldn't do it. <laughs> that, was, that was going on in the background, which may have impacted my uh, ability. Oh, uh, oh, right. Well, failed. My, my my iPad has let me down. I, again, I can't seem once to, again. Yeah, I know. I need to upgrade. Um. Well, thank you all, Dave. Great work. Good to have you back. Wait, were you here last week, Dave? No, I've not been on for a little while. It, it feels right, like every time I'm on, I'm apologising for not being on. I apologise for not being on for a while. It's all good. Um, it's good, good to have you here when we can get you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Mark, my murder mystery, very good. Went well. Went well, oh, yes. yeah. yeah uh, maintained you know, an accent? Yeah, I maintained the accent. I think everyone committed to it. I even looked up a lot of Texan idioms and, and used them at great moments. And, and I'm assuming you, you weren't you... the murderer. I was you, not the murderer, no. Did you venture into Colonel Sanders at any point? or? <laughs> Probably, yeah. I think it just became more and more broad southern towards the end of the evening. Mm. Yeah. That's why nobody doing. wants to venture into Colonel no. Sanders. <laughs> he has got a zingy <laughs> ring. Sorry. He's got, oh, he's, got those, he's got those herbs and spices. Oh dear, Colonel's um, revenge is is always oh. solid. It's it's swift retribution. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> no. There's a KFC rum out now. But yeah, like, I've seen uh, that. Dead man's fingers. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ! I'm not. I, I, I would have bought that three years ago, but I'm not. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Mike, what, what what the Colonel's revenge is? If you have a <laughs> uh, a Zinger burger, the next day you, you're booking in for some pain. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I right. see. The Zinger ringer is real. I had a Zinger a little like a few months ago and didn't think it was that hot. <laughs> it's not hot on the way in. 
Mm. It's the revenge, the revenge part where he really oh, no, no, makes himself known. Right. There's so many sound drops in this episode. Oh my god. <laughs> so many new bits. Right. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you all next week. Um, send me those fifty-three man roster predictions if you're interested, and we'll uh, see who gets closest. And uh, yeah, we'll see you after the final preseason game next week. Enjoy. See you, boys. See ya. Let's talk about buttered sausage. Talk about buttered sausage, where it comes from, what it does. Why is it doing what it's doing? Get it out of my face. Why is it doing what it's doing, Buttered, buttered, buttered sausage. Go Steelers. Thank you. I like it. <laughs>